Sam Land, episode five. Cheers, everyone, or we want to do a little, little cheers for the boys. Sure. All right, Mitch. You don't want to cheers? No, no, for sure. Episode five, John. You're on the second episode in a row. How does that feel? It's great. Yeah, you're excited. I'm not sure how he finessed his way into. Well, actually, second, actually, wait, wait. Before we start, I just want the audience to know that I meant. No, no one cares, John. No one even knows that you said it wrong. No. The thing is, like, soccer fans know clear this, it up. and I, and I have it to clear it up because I—it's it, a sin to say that. Clear it right? up, please. I meant to say in, in last week's episodes. In last week's episode was that the U.S. men's national team will win the World Cup in 2026. That's what I meant to say. Not 2022. Not not 2022. Not 2024. But 2026, the U.S. There's wins no the World, World Cup, Cup in 2024. But you're right. I know that's that's, that's why he's why, correcting himself. Mistake, yeah. They're gonna win it on home soil, dude. They're gonna win it here. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it now. It's fine. You said the same thing last time. <laughs> We're just saying it now again. Just just clarifying it. Just clarifying it. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. I get it. But Sandland 5. All right. So this has been some crazy weeks with a couple of couple different things ball. happening. And I'm going to let – I I know I, I know that Tristan has had a lot of a lot of thoughts, a lot of things to say. So I'm going to let him just start. So Wait, so what, I'll just, what's new with the I'll, Warriors? I'll, I'll, I'll introduce it, you know. There's there's been uh, there's been a there's been a mishap with the Golden State Warriors, specifically Clay Thompson. So I'm gonna let Tristan take it from here. As YouTube loads up. I mean, no, no, no. Okay, here's his thing. I want y'all to go first because I do not want to be interrupted when I go. No, in. I'm. I'm. I don't, no, 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 no. I don't. No, 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 no. What, what's my thoughts you to go. on the Clay Thompson issue? Go. So like, it sucks, and the Warriors. The Warriors still have Steph Curry, a two-time unanimous MVP. Okay? They still have Steph Curry. Pause it. Warriors. Woes looks like a thumb. <laughs> so he's out. They're basically saying Clay is done for the rest of the season. Clay. There's a recap of this video. Oh, you got that from Lucky's, dude? <sighs> but... My God. Okay, my, my thoughts on the issue is they got Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre, you look at his stats, they've been pro he's been progressing every single year. They got Wiggins, who's just underperformed because he's on the T-Wolves, who don't give a shit. And, you know, their rookie might be good, but uh, I don't think they're a championship team. The Lakers just got better, unfortunately. So, uh, John, any thoughts? And then we'll, we'll bring it to Tristan. The Earthquakes lost today. No one cares. <laughs> All right, Tristan... <laughs> Don't talk, John. All right. Let him go. Take a sip. You done? You done? You gonna say anything? You got anything to say? No. All right. Listen, listen. I'm not having a good week, man. <laughs> I'm not having a good week. I remember when I figured this out. I was at work. I was outside. I was. You texted me. Clay Thompson got an Achilles. Cap. Actually, no. It was during the draft, right before the fucking draft. This was supposed to be the best moment in war in recent Warriors history in the past year. We had the second pick. Remember the last time we had a lottery pick? Who did we get? Stephen fucking Curry. This was hype. This was supposed to be a good time, right? Yep. This was supposed to be a happy day. Yep. A few hours before the draft, you know, <laughs> scrolling Twitter. Clay Thompson suffered a lower leg injury. 
Okay, that's fine. Maybe it's a sprained ankle or something. That's cool. And then you see LeBron James. He he tweeting out prayers to my boy Clay Thompson. Right? Prayers. You don't send out prayers for a sprained ankle. Mm. So they knew something that was serious. He was in SoCal, LA, probably working out with some of the Lakers, scrimmaging with some of them. What the fuck? What you doing, Clay? Yeah, you're bringing that work, dude. What you doing, Clay? Are you kidding me? It's a month before the season starts. I get it. You're trying to get back into it. It's been a year since you've been in it. You're trying to you're trying to play basketball. You miss it. And then this motherfucker is scrimmaging. All right, pause this. And he, and he tears his fucking Achilles after tearing his ACL. What are the odds? You said that earlier. What are the odds? I did say that. Tears his ACL. He's coming back. There was so much hype. He was coming back from the ACL. Warriors, they're going to make a run. They're, gonna, they're championship contenders. Steph, Clay, Draymond with the next draft pick with Wiseman. And Wiggins. Wiggins. All right. You know what? That's an amazing starting five. <laughs> and then... Clay Thompson, too. I, you know what? I'm sick of you. Why are you pointing at me? <laughs> I'm sick. Just because you know like Max? No, right. no, no, no. No. I'm sick of you. Because you, you're telling me. I was upset. As soon as I told you, I was like, we're done. You know, maybe we'll make the playoffs. Dynasty could be over. Probably not. But, you know, for the next year, I was so hyped for this next year. And then you're coming in. Oh, Kelly Oubre, oh, Kelly Oubre can play. You know, it's okay, it's not bad. You know, Kelly Oubre coming. That's not the point. That's not the point. I just, I wanted Clay Thompson and Steph Curry to come back. Don't I was we all? so excited. I waited a whole year for this. They gave us five beautiful years, 2014 exactly. to 2019. Absolutely. All right, it's cool. I'll take that. And then, you know, take this year off. It's cool. Put your feet up. Chill. It's no problem. You're injured. Take your time. Come back in 2021. We good. But nah, he had to go too hard. <laughs> and then his fucking ACL tears. Or, and then his fucking Achilles, Achilles tears. And, uh, I was just so excited, man. And then this news came out. Like, why the fuck? That's my guy, dude. Why are you going so hard? That you tear your Achilles in a scrimmage. He's a beast, dude. He's an animal. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was so excited for this year. All right. We were going to be a championship contender. We were going to take down the Lakers. I would take them to go to the Western Conference Finals. No doubt. Who, the Lakers or the Dubs? The Warriors. Okay. With Clay or without? <laughs> With fucking Clay. Without Clay? I don't know what we're doing. Just asking questions. God damn it. Put the gun down. <laughs> And then, you know what? I don't want to hear that. Oh, Kelly Uber. Oh, you know, he's a good play. He's been improving every year. Look at his numbers. It's going up every year. That's not the point. It's Clay, Th- Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. What, what do they say? They should have dropped the ball. <laughs> Yo, they should have dropped the ball. Okay, honestly, they maybe, maybe they should have. Because now they don't have a solid backcourt. But I like Wiseman. Wiseman, you know what they're saying about Wiseman? His floor, meaning the worst that he can be, is DeAndre Jordan. That's beautiful. That's fucking beautiful. That's rebounds all day. I like that. Imagine this, all right? <laughs> Wiseman getting the defensive rebound. Yeah. You know, LeBron misses a three. Wiseman get it, it's the Western Conference Finals. 
Wiseman gets the rebound from a missed shot from LeBron, right? Outlet to Draymond Green. Draymond running down the middle of the floor with the ball, pushing it up. Clay and Steph running each side, spotting up on either side of the wing. And then DeAndre Jordan or James Wiseman coming in. Or Lamella Ball. <laughs> like, or Lamella Ball. I was so excited. I was so happy. Could you imagine the fast break? Draymond running the point. Steph and Clay on either end shooting, spotting up. DeAndre Jordan open for the oop. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And then you were the oh, can you oop? Oh, can you oop? He's going to be good. Hey, just trying to be positive. You know, no, in a no, bleak, in a bleak, no. dark situation, it's got to be some positive. Honestly, this would have been solved if we dropped the Lamella ball. Nah, you're wrong. There, you're wrong. You're just wrong. No. You know what? It, you know what they say? You know what they say? Steph Curry is the greatest shooter I've ever seen in my life. Actually, some people would rather have um, Draymond Green. Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah, no, that, okay. But you know what Clay Thompson is? The second greatest shooter I have ever seen Ray in my life. Real. Okay, but either way, Real top Madrid. three. Clay Thompson, no, easy top five. Easy top five, probably the third best shooter of all time. <laughs> so what? what is Steph and Clay together? The greatest shooting backcourt mm. in the history of NBA basketball. No disagreement here. And I was looking forward to it. I had a year off. I get I stopped it. Watching. You know what? It's all I good. Get it. I get it. It's all good. I get it. Three championships in five years. It's I get all it. good. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and then this motherfucker. Tears his ACL, tears his Achilles. Can I ask no, you a I'm question? Saying both. I'm saying both. Can I ask you a question? Go what? What do you want? All right. So you just said, th- what? Three championships, five years? Three championships, six years? Five. Do you think all these injuries are happening because they've been on a sustained run? You know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you the KD Achilles. Mm-hmm. Steph broken finger or whatever during the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. Clay tearing as a ACL in the finals. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But this Achilles <laughs> for Clay Thompson? Absolutely <laughs> not. He, he was scrimmaging in SoCal. And he tears his Achilles. He was, he was trying to go hard, bro. That, he was just trying to prove himself that he still had it, you know? Why don't you wait for the season for that? Nah. Why you do that in the off season? He's the same beast, but no, no, he's the same animal, like, but a different beast. I don't know. <laughs> I was just, I was so excited. I hear I you. Was, I was happy. I hear you. You know, I hear you. Like, there's nothing more entertaining than watching Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah, especially as a, as a fan myself. Or Wondolowski and like Chase Salinas. No one cares about MLS. <laughs> they literally lost it because Wando can't finish, but it's fine. But it's fine. We're not going to do a second rant, but, like, I know. I know. I know. The guys behind us were like, oh, shit, this looks like one in the World Cup. <laughs> so, since you went off about Clay, since the Warriors, since you're predicting they're not going to be a final contender, maybe playoff team, but not a final contender, who's your uh, out of the West dark horses, since we all know the The Kings. The Kings <sighs> all the way. The Kings, Sacramento Kings, Sacramento Kings, all the way. Can we kick him off the show? Is that, a, is that okay? How, like, can Kings, we just send him home? The Kings home? are a dark horse, dude, I'm telling you. Don, your Uber's outside. Okay. You, you're done. You're finished. I'm, you're good. I'm finished. I I'm, I'm upset with you. 
Specifically. Why me again? He's like, oh, can you bring? <laughs> like, no. It's not the point. We talked about this. You you had your you had your five minutes of fame. All right. Okay. Uh, Needs more time for that. Dark, Dark Horse. Horse. Maybe maybe the Mavericks. Really? Maybe Mavericks. I mean, okay, okay. The Kings. They got rid of Seth though. The Warriors before signing. U- okay, without Ubre, they were like a maybe a playoff team. Mm-hmm. When they signed Ubre, I feel like they're pretty much a lock for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they could, you know, maybe give a the one or two or three seed wherever they end up. They can give them like some problems in the first round. Like all I know is I wouldn't want to see the Warriors in the first round. Regardless of without Clay I mean, Thompson, one hundred percent. No, now you do. What do you mean? First round? No. What? What are you talking about? You think you think the Warriors will make it past the first round? I don't think so. Just but saying, like, you wouldn't want to see them. Like if I was no, the Lakers, I'm saying if you were a different team, you would definitely want to see them because it'd no. be like an easy, easy win. Steph Curry? No, you would yeah, no, never no, no. want to see not be Steph an easy Curry. Win. You would never want to see just Steph Curry. I mean, it's just Steph. Who else do you have on the team? Right it now? doesn't matter. Steph is. I'm not. I'm not denying. Steph that. is. You literally have to double Steph in that in that situation. In this next year, Steph's going to be I'm doubled saying, so else, much. Who else so do you have can, on the team right now that can bring Wiggins, Ubre, Wiggins? <laughs> Wiggins can be a number one option. He just hasn't performed to that level. But do you think he's like? All right. I mean, do you think he's like a top player though? No, he's not a top player, but he can. That's the thing. That's the no. Thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wiggins, you good? It's all good. But no. you ain't Clay. He ain't clay. No, I, no one's saying they're clay, I'm but there is <laughs> there is possibility that they that if think about it, if Kelly Oubre even Kelly Oubre or Wiggins improves from where they were last year, they will they will have a viable number two, not think, not a clay number two will, option. I would have said they're clay. They're like finals. But no, no, no. But they, if one of them can step up even more and be a twenty point per game and decent three point shooting, they can have a viable number two option. But that number three option is the question. At the end of the so, day, he's not Clay, dude. He's not Clay. I've, I just he's said that. He's not Clay, though. I'm done, Tristan. You done? <laughs> you done? Well, viable 20 point option. Oh, he can improve three point. You know what, who that was? Clay. Yeah, I, we're done with Clay. Clay's yeah, done. No, okay, he's I'm done. done. I'm done. Okay, no, but I wouldn't want to see Steph, mm-hmm. Wiggins, Draymond, Lamelo. Lamelo, dude. Over but, it. like, they have that championship experience. They got that pedigree. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to go away easy. They're not going to go quiet. They got back. a decently deep bench. They got Looney. They they, got they, Looney. they signed uh, Kent Bazemore. Not they bad. Did? Yeah. Nice. Not bad. I think, you know what, uh, also a good team is the Blazers. Ooh, they signed Cantor. I was thinking about that. Underrated. Cantor. Cantor and uh, Mel is going to be there for a whole season. They played way better when he was there. Yeah. So, Blazers with McCollum. Lillard. They really didn't Mello. lose anyone. Yeah. And then there's that, that white boy, Zach Collins. Zach Collins he can and... Play. Uh, white boy can play. Who's, who's... White boy. <laughs> white boy can play. You have to call him white boy. <laughs> who's there? Who's, who's, who's their uh, Eastern European boy? Nurkic. Nurkic. Yeah. He was injured. So yeah. So he's gonna They're going to have a good team. They're going to have a good team. Luka, Denver's going to have a good team. <laughs> Speaking of Denver... No, no one got the max. Speaking of the Jazz, my boy Donnie. What you doing? My boy Donovan Mitchell, max contract. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? I mean, no, he, he deserved, deserved it. He definitely he deserved, deserved it. it. Yeah, he yeah. deserves it. Yeah. So, well, this is going to be interesting. I mean, there's... uh actually. There's... um. 
Bring it on, Mitch. I'm trying to think who else is out in the West. You Obviously, done. Rockets not going to be nothing. I think they're going to get. Wait, re- where's Russ going to? Um, I can see him going to the Knicks. Ah, that's what I heard too. I think Knicks. I think Knicks will sign him and give Rockets a couple of. Because Rockets. I think the Warriors might cop him, dude. No, definitely not. That would. I be would not be okay the with worst that. decision ever. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like Russ as a player. Like he, he's entertaining to watch. He's super yeah. athletic. He's he puts up great numbers. He's never going to win a show. championship though. But yeah, with the, his style of play, he'll never win. Wait, what do you mean his style of play? He just like he he he's very ball dominant. Yeah. Like he does get the numbers, he gets the assists, mm-hmm. he gets the rebounds, he does everything outside of scoring. But just because you get the assists doesn't mean that you make your teammates better. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can dribble for 15 seconds into the shot clock, pass the ball to a guy who's open for three. That's not getting your teammates into the rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know. Like Clay Thompson would do that. I mean, Clay, I mean, Thompson, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson would not do that. Clay, Steph Curry. Clay, Clay Thompson would Clay, move Clay, Clay to get open. No, no, no. Clay could do that. Pass it to Steph though, and then Steph would make it though. Clay could. Clay wasn't really a. Clay's not really a ball handler. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. As There's much a, as Clay's an amazing shooter and amazing like player, he's not a ball handler. Go. Keep Those going. are just facts. You, you you can disagree with that, but he scored sixty points off eleven dribbles, aka not a ball handler. Amazing shooter. Amazing shooter. Sixty points. 11, 11 dribbles. dribbles. Exactly. Three he, quarters. He moves. He's not a ball handler. Okay. 14 threes in a game. NBA record. Okay. 37 points in a quarter. Okay. I Amazing shooter. Amazing. Amazing off, amazing off <laughs> the ball. <laughs> amazing <laughs> off the ball. He tore his ACL and Achilles. I cannot get over that fact. Yeah. Those are possibly the two worst injuries that you can have. Sports injuries that you can have. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. what else is worse than that? A torn ACL and a torn Achilles. Losing MLS playoffs in the first round. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Again. <laughs> but, wait, wait. So, wait. Go back to Russ, though. Go back to Russ. So, you're saying that Russ might not win a win He a, never will. Oh, no? No, yeah. I, I don't think he Him will. and James Harden will never win a championship. Wait, I thought he's leaving, though. I thought he was leaving. It doesn't Rockets. matter. They'll still... Neither of them will never win a, ever win a championship. You're saying you don't see Russ going to, like, the Clippers or... No. No, they don't have enough room for him. First of all, hmm. second of all, he'll just never win a championship. He's too ball dominant, mm-hmm. and he's uh. He needs the but ball. That's like Barca though. Barca's really ball dominant, and they win. But it's like it's, it's like different. one person dominating the ball rather than playing as a team. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it kind of just depends on the players though, because like you could have Steph being open, and if you pass it with him, pass it to him within five seconds, he can make that. But the thing that makes Steph great is not just because you can pass him the ball and him like a shot. Yeah. He's a great leader, great ball handler, great at getting his teammates involved, great at galvanizing the you troops don't, don't like Russell, Clay Thompson. <laughs> you don't think Russ is a good leader? No, he's not. He's very he like Russ is like Russ is like Jimmy Butler, but he Jimmy Butler at least like encourages his teammates. Russ is very critical of his teammates. I feel like I would disagree. You think? I think I think Russ is extremely loyal to the team. He's extremely loyal to his teammates. If you see how his teammates talk about him, That's like true. Steven That's Adams, I'll give you he that. would give him a lot of praise. I'll give you that. But it's not even – I don't think it's his leadership. Maybe it's his personality. Like, he gets very flustered. He, like, he takes too many, like, shots, and he's not a shooter. Yeah. And he, he settles too much for, for three-pointers. And he takes, like, what, like 10 a game and makes, like, two? Yeah. It's re- he's really inefficient. You miss every shot you don't take, yeah. <laughs> you also miss the shots that you fucking clank on the backboard. But you know, I don't. Uh, it's it's. 
I, I think a good leader is critical of his teammates, though, and his team overall, though. No, yeah, there's an, there's an yeah. element to that. Yeah. Like, th- if just... I wouldn't say his leadership is a, is bad. I think his efficiency is the worst part. Efficiency. He's just not efficient. Same, James. With, same with James, yeah. He'll dribble for, what, 14 seconds on the shot clock, pass it off to someone with 10 seconds left, and then, like, fuck, I have a person on me, you got to pass it around. There's <laughs> not enough time. But uh, East, uh, Jason Tatum, you know, max deal, five-year, 195. Hayward. Hayward is he overpaid. Uh, no, Hayward overpaid. Jason Tatum deserves it. 100. Four years, 60 million? No. Uh, uh, he was like five-year, 120. Five years, yeah, five, 120 million. He has a new yeah. contract? Who? Hayward. Hayward. Yeah, he has a yeah. I think he's four-year 120. Wait, he left the Celtics? Yeah. yeah. He's, no. with, he's with LaMelo now. No. He's with yeah. LaMelo. Him and LaMelo no, no. are the big yeah. He left one my boy two. Jason? Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. No. I think, yeah, he's, that's a little overpaid. He's just, he's had too many, he's, he's like uh he's like a D-Rose. A lot of promise, but just too many injuries, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's not even too many injuries. It's just that one catastrophic injury that kind of, I I don't think it's the physical part of it. I think he's back physically, but it's just mental trying to get over that. Yeah. The fact of, you Wait, know, Gasol went back to the Lakers. Yeah, that just happened. That's a different Gasol. No, I know. Yeah. Wow, Hayward really went to the, okay. Lakers. Yeah. Are the, definitely That's not favorite. bad for Lamelo. At least he has like a, a veteran. <laughs> yeah, he has a second good player. Yeah, that's why they got Cody and Caleb Martin. Lol. Hey, Martin's a beast, dude. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> We smart in that. I mean, there's a lot that could happen in the in the NBA. I don't even care anymore. Like I was looking forward to the year. Not anymore. I hear you, man. I hear Not you. It's, it's disappointing. It's disappointing at the end of the day. Anyway, now that I'm done with that, we can put this back here. You're putting it away. Yeah, we can. We just we'll leave that in the background. All right, what do we want to transition to? Jameson, you want to take a shot? Take a shot, John. Take a shot. I'm just drinking. I finished that shit. Take a pull, real quick. Dude, you're the only one I drink. Yeah, man. What do you mean? Nah, that's that's not that's water, dog. I got to drive after this. I don't know what you're talking about. You live down the street, Mitch. (laughs) (sighs) This is why. This is why, dude. Sorry. I'm down to talk about the Quakes a little bit. You want to go on a little? Yeah, let's talk about little... MLS. Since it's okay, been no, tried no, no. to brought up, but this we isn't okay. What happened? Uh... We, we just came. We just watched the Quakes game. Yeah, we did. It was San a good Pedro game. Went to PKs. Down San Jose. It was fun. It was PKs. I mean, they were down by a goal in the last like what two minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. In extra time. In extra time. Yeah. And they they Wando, my guy, he fucking scored. He also missed one in extra time, but we don't talk about that. I mean, nah, he missed one in regulation, and yeah. then it went to extra oh, time. Oh, you're right. Because they were gonna take the, they were gonna go up and then yeah. they went down and then they tied and then you know, <sighs> chips fall as they may. I don't even know where to start. Dude. Okay, but like here's the thing, man. What's up? They were underdogs anyway. They were the, they were the last seed, the eighth seed. Yeah. They put up a good fight. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, you don't you don't train for a good fight. You train to win. They played. You know? 120 minutes of fantastic soccer. At the, at the end of the day, 
Yeah, sure. They went over to extra time and penalties, but they did not win. They also didn't score a goal in penalties, but we don't have time. <laughs> I know. Um, I think they just ended up playing a better team. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, but you train to be the better team. You don't train a fucking... Okay, but score at least a goal. You can train as much days. as you want, but only another team has like Ronaldo and Messi. You're fucked. You're telling me Sporting Kansas City has like a Ronaldo or Messi on the team? Compared to the sounds like earthquakes yeah they probably do they're just a better team they're just a better uh, team no no, no okay no, no john no, but with that no, logic no. you train to be the best team right yeah why were they the ac then the what the eighth seed if they've trained all year to be the because best they, team. they also went appeared where they lost by more than three goals like four games in a row so they're just not they're the just best not team. the best they're team. not worthy of being the best team they don't have the best players here's the here's the thing here's the thing those are just facts Santa, no 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 the Quakes, the Quakes lack a strong ownership, which causes a lot of problems. The San Jose Earthquakes could, could definitely be one of the powerhouses in MLS if they really wanted to, but they just don't have Couldn't that. any team? No, not any team. No, no. But the Quakes, they just lack a strong ownership is the problem. Or strong leadership, you could say. Those front office, not the players. It's both. The front off the front office is responsible for hiring or contacting those players. And some players just, you know, they, they might ain't ready not be for the, the best. They ain't know? ready for the smoke. They ain't ready for, yeah, no. Dude, I mean it's I not just want to start. I just don't want to start. Dude. Bro, I don't I don't see how it's that bad. Like you're you guys weren't expected to win. But you guys put up a, a they solid They were barely even expected to make the playoffs. Game. Okay, it doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter. What do you mean? Like Think about it. a competitive team plays to win. Sure. They don't. They don't play. Okay. Do you think they were out there playing to lose okay, here, if they here, tied here, it up in the ninety seventh minute? Here's here's a, a, a here's something that tells you a lot about a team. At the beginning of the season, they ask each player like, "Oh, what's the goal of the season?" Right? You ask you ask this question to Galaxy players, to Atlanta players, to Sounders players, right? And they say, "Oh, our goal is to win the championship," right? You ask the Earthquakes what their goal is, and their goal is to make the playoffs. What? No, no. that's the, That mentality is really different. There's one team that wants to win the championship, and the other team has a mentality of like, oh, no, let's just make playoffs. That just, that just tells you a huge difference between like the mentality of like a champion and like someone who is kind of mediocre. Well, right I, now. I disagree with that. What do you because mean? Because... You have to set realistic expectations for yourself. Yeah. No, no, Some no, people no. just so, know they don't have. Okay, no, no, no. But no, no, no. But, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me continue. Let me continue. Let me continue, okay? So you have a season You have a season goal, right, which is to win the championship. And then you have daily goals. You have weekly goals. And then you have a monthly goal. I'm looking at the, the level. Oh. <laughs> right? So, so your daily goal could be train hard. Your weekly goal is to beat this certain team. And your monthly goal could be be the best team within – your comp or your, or your conference, right? So that means your season goal is to be the champion, though. That should be the goal, though. But I, I, I just disagree with that because it's not realistic for every team to set a goal to be the champion. I don't think that's realistic no, because like a team that's rebuilding shouldn't set a goal for being the champion because they're rebuilding. Okay, I agree that the bottom tiers should not set that goal. I agree, right? But you, you at least need to think. You, you at least need to think that to fucking work that hard, and be at that level that you want to be at, though. Okay, so maybe the question that 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 has been posed to them is, "What's your goal for the season?" They they give the interview answer, the typical interview answer when the camera's on. 
But when maybe when the cameras are off, when they're talking to their teammates, when they're talking to the coaches, they're like, yeah, we're going to fucking win this game. That's what you're just going off of what you see. kind of. All right. Now, I want to say that I think that the interview answer should actually be make playoffs. And your real reason, your the backstream reason is to win the, the, the whole, the whole sure. thing. Yeah, I can agree think with about that. It. Every athlete has that killer mentality where they, they want to win. I disagree right? with that, but yeah. You don't think every athlete wants to win? Not as much as others. Kobe Bryant had a different kind of level of mentality to that. Like Mamba what? mentality. Which was what? A complete obsession to win. Yeah. He, he, some There's some... Play, okay. There's some players who do anything in their power to win. Mm-hmm. Take Kobe Bryant, for example. Mm-hmm. He would work out every day. Hours on hours. 500 shots a day. He wouldn't go home until he does that. He would also try to get the best out of his teammates. Trying to encourage them, trying to get them to, you know, the same level as him. But somebody like Kawhi Leonard, somebody, there was people talking about this, Kawhi Leonard. He's going to do everything for himself. He's going to prepare himself. But he's not the type of dude to go to his teammates and be trying to pick them up. He's very, you know, you know how Kawhi is. He's very quiet. It's, it's, it's very it's reserved. A term that they call contract players. That there's like winner players, meaning they want to win. And there's contract players where... People just work towards their contract and what makes them the most money individually than like the overall goal. All right, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I'm saying a true athlete, a true competitor wants to win though. They have to do yeah. whatever they want. To, they have to do whatever they want sure. to, to win though. I guess the Quays don't have that. Ex- exactly. <laughs> I, don't, just I don't think they see themselves as a winning team right now. I think they're. They can't see themselves as a winning team when they never really won anything. <laughs> he got real. him there. He got too him there. Too real. Too real. Uh, yeah. The last the last year they won something was probably 2012 or 2026. Exactly. So basically the only guy on that the Quakes team currently is Wando. <sighs> yeah. Wando, Shea. The last few guys who won the Supporter Shield. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What is even the supporter shield? No one even knows. <laughs> the team, the team that has most points at the end of the season. It's a dumb oh, so they won nothing. They won a regular season it's award. Stupid. I mean, they qualified for the Champions League. Are you, they, are, you, wait, are you trying to say that regular season awards don't matter? Yeah. Yeah. So the NBA MVP doesn't matter. So hypothetically, the, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not hypothetically, that that is in line with what you just. Sure. Said. Yeah. You don't think that the NBA MVP matters? Not really. What do you mean? I mean, Russ has won it twice. He's never won a championship. So? What's that mean? It means he was the best player of that season. Yeah. But when it came down to it, it doesn't matter. Like, people will forget about Russ and how amazing he was in the next... Once he retires 10 years later because he never won a championship. But people will always remember Steph Curry because he won the, he won the NBA MVP... And the championship in that season. He was Granted, there. he didn't win the finals MVP, but because he won the championship, he put it all together and beat the best teams when it mattered the most. People will remember that. So you think people won't remember Giannis the same if he doesn't win a ship? Yeah. It's like uh, people. So what about so somebody like Charles Barkley? People don't really remember how good he was. Charles was a beast, but like. No but you, we all remember how good he was. <laughs> because he's 
he's he's literally on NBA TV, so we hear about Charles Barkley. But if who's another guy who like never won a championship, like John Stockton? No one talks about John Stockton. He was an assist machine. But like, yeah. Okay, Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Patrick Ewing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like no one really talks about those guys because they never eclipsed to become the greatest team of all time or the greatest team of a season, essentially. So you think that Robert Ory, who won seven championships, is better than Charles Barkley? I don't think that, but I think <laughs> I think the fact I think the fact that he never won a chip, like. So it's all about that shit. One hundred percent. It's all about the regular season. You can you can get regular season awards, and that's amazing, and that adds to your resume. But if you don't win a chip, then people are like, you never beat the best teams when it mattered the most. So how could you be the best player? So why is Bill Russell not your goat? Or bird. <laughs> or bird. <laughs> or bird, dude. I mean, Bill Russell's not the goat. Are you do you are you looking up something, John? You no, 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 dude. Mm, okay. disconnect. You can't disconnect. Okay. Social dilemma. So, so, Groom is important, you know, you know. I mean kind of slide in the DMs on group me again. Damn. Um Shut the fuck. I think um Bill Russell's this, like he's <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point i was trying to make you're taking it out of context <laughs> i'm just going off what you said that's all. the regular season awards don't matter but when you you're beating the best players of like when you get the regular season awards that's great but you're not the greatest if you can't beat the best teams when it matters no i agree when the Warriors, when the Warriors have that great season and they lost to the late um to the when they have the most wins in the yeah. regular season and they yeah. lost i mean the best season ever yeah and they lost, right, in the finals when they were up by three. Stop. They that, were up three that, to them. That literally distinguishes the greatest team ever. We're from going like, down a bad path right now. <laughs> no, but this this is just what I'm but saying. It's true. Like, you have to win the ship. You have to win the chip no matter what. Yeah. Right? You can have the greatest season ever. But at the end of the day, think about that. They didn't even have KD. Their their big three was Steph, Clay. Clay and Harrison Barnes. Draymond? He wasn't a big three. He was you still don't developing. Draymond was a big part of the big three. He I made think, the All-Star team that year. So did Harrison. I think never Harrison made. was. Yes, he did. Harrison never made Eight an All-Star team. Left. Yes, he did. Who Look do I up. have taking the last three? Draymond Green. Draymond Green. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Harrison never made an All-Star team. He definitely did. <laughs> We got some Snapchats coming in here. I know. Harrison Barnes. This is live right now, dude. What? Hey, wait, wait. Jess, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Harrison never made an All-Star team, dog. I think Harrison Barnes was better than Draymond Green on that team. Like, Draymond Green was better to that team, but offensively, he was on the big three. Harrison Barnes. See, this is why. This is the problem. No, Draymond. This is the Draymond won deep boy that year. You can't disrespect him. But if you're talking about a big three, big three is typically offensive. So who's the bold big three in nineties? In the nineties. All right, I get it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> wait. So it was MJ, Scotty, 
and Rodman, right? Yeah, we get it. We get it. Rodman was not an offensive star. Okay, but they didn't have another option. So if you're talking about a big three on that Warriors team, I th- I think it was Steph Clay Harrison. I, I I'm going Steph Clay Draymond, dude, because Draymond, wh- what he does doesn't show up on the stat sheet. No, I agree. He doesn't get the numbers. He doesn't get the points because he knows he can't shoot. He plays to his strengths. He plays the point guard because Steph. I mean, Steph is a good point guard, but the best, the thing that makes him great is obviously shooting. Yeah. So Draymond, what are you doing? Where are you going? A call? Oh, it's Jess, isn't it? Are you serious, John? John, go the other way. (laughs) Hey, take it right now. Take it right now. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Okay. I think it's Steph Clay Dre. Draymond was allowed Steph to be as great a shooter as he is. Because he was able to have the ball in it. He was able to be that third option who has the ball in his hands. Yeah. And allowed to set Steph up. But Harrison, like, without Harrison Barnes, I don't think he would have won some games. Harrison that year took over games. He was that first option in some okay. of those games. There was And Dr- Draymond never was that. Okay, there's some games, yeah. but Dr- without okay, how about this? Take Draymond off that Warriors team, and take Harrison off that Warriors team. So one team has Draymond, one team has Harrison. I feel you. Which team does better? Harrison. Are you serious? Harrison's still a good defender. Warriors without Draymond. Warriors without Draymond. Okay. They got. <laughs> to, they got. Uh, the, why does he look like a donkey? <laughs> Turn your fucking mic around right now. I swear to God. Oh, shit. I just just meant from a meme. So you're saying... Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So the Warriors before KD. We're talking about before KD because obviously with KD, they're the the best team. But without KD, Warriors without Draymond I think is better than the Warriors without Harrison. they They still had Bogut. Cool. Cool. Who was an athletic rebounder at the time? Who could still get offensive boards, defensive boards? Harrison and Clay, great defenders. Steph lacking. Granted, I don't know who the fourth option was. Who's the, who's the who's the Lamelo? Who's you probably have to take Livingston off the bench? So it'd be Steph, Clay, Livingston. No, oh, probably Iguodala. Iguodala. He was oh, yeah. he was good. About so it'd be Iguodala. That's still a really good defensive team. That's still a really, really good defensive team. Think about Andre's still a good defender. Harrison's still a good defender. Clay, I mean, if he had it, Achilles would be a good defender. <laughs> but he don't, so he kind of he lacking. So that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm more upset that the Earthquakes so, didn't win than, so, than Clay, dude. So may, this, is why, this, is why, this is why you're not a host. <laughs> but no, it's, like, give me your rebuttal. Let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, imagine this. Mm-hmm. Who's running the offense when Steph is on the bench? Andre or Sean. Is that really who you want to run the team, though? I'm fine with that. Sean Livingston? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, he's good. Sean Livingston back in the team? day was good. Livingston was good 14, 15. Like exactly. 2014, 2015. Exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, all I know is that he ain't picking up the best defender on the other, or the best offensive player on the other team. Neither is Steph. Sure. So when Steph's on the bench, you Clay. lose that offense. Clay picks up the offense. Who picks up the defense? Clay. You, so you're going to rely on Clay. Or Andre Godala. Andre Godala. Chris Omolowski. He shut down LeBron in the finals. That's why he won finals MVP over oh, Steph. When, when LeBron went 30-10-9 in the finals? I mean, that's shutting down the best player of all time. Or the actually, hang on. Let me rephrase. The second best player of all time. Steph, Steph got snubbed out of that MVP. Yeah. But no, that, that's what I'm saying. You have options on that team. My team? My team? Well, why do you think with Andre over Harrison, they would have been better? Or Draymond over Harrison? Draymond over Harrison. Because... Draymond was defensive fucking player of the year. He okay. made the All-Star team. And he made an All-NBA team that year. Where was Harrison at? Uh, <laughs> he was no, replaced I get it. I get it. I get by it. KD real quick. Wait, granted, KD's Okay, player. yeah, I'd replace anyone with KD. Honestly. Yeah, but like, he was replaced. He's a, he's a replaceable player, Harrison. Yeah. Draymond... There's not many Draymonds out there. He was like that the heart and soul of that team. Because that. there's nobody of like that. Let's be honest. That alpha. Like, oh, the like, oh, uh, like that. Like that fucking. Did the Warriors have a big three or a big four? Let's be honest. When? With when Clay. they had when they had Harrison, Draymond, it's definitely Steph, three. Clay. It was cl- it was three. They had a big four. No, nah, I would say big three. I don't, no, I don't. I, I wouldn't consider Harrison part of that big three. Clay, Steph, and KD, yeah. When when did they have Clay, Steph, KD, and Harrison Barnes? No, no, no. no. I'm saying I'm saying Steph. Clay. We're not talking about KD. We're talking about pre KD. Sorry, you bandwagon fan. Don't understand. <laughs> I ain't ready for that conversation then. But it's all right. I'm just messing, John. I'm just messing. Dude. <sighs> right, we talk about a lot of basketball, a lot of sports. What do we want to switch to? Switch to, dude. Tris is still on this, though. We should. We should. No, nah, not really. I, I I feel like I've said everything I need to say. Yeah. Just Draymond better than Harrison. That's all I know. Oh, easy. For sure. I'll give you that. Everyone will give you that. Maybe not bit. bit. <laughs> but it'll be open. Harrison to Max, Draymond not. All I know. Mitch couldn't hear in bottomless, dude. <laughs> I couldn't. I'll admit that right now. Dude, I, me and Casey walked out of 7-11. Bottomless got the best of me. Casey and I walked out of 7-Eleven and we saw you on the like on the corner of the street <laughs> just laying down. I honestly couldn't tell you if you were like one of those like people who were like on drugs. No, homelessness? You wanna talk about homelessness, Sean? You wanna talk about that? Because or- you think the biggest problem with homelessness is having jobs and where people live. Having the no, issue no, with no, homelessness no, 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 is no, drugs no. and mental health no, in this country. No, no. You can look at most of the homeless people in America and it's mental health issues. They literally, do you know why there's so many homeless people in Santa Clara? Would you like to know? Go, go. This is because they shut down uh, a mental health facility in Santa Clara. They didn't give them any options. They just opened the door, said, sorry, we're closed and let them out. What the fuck are they going to do? They're, they're mentally disabled. There's zero mental health, like there's zero mental health assistance in this country so 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 what are they going to do live on the streets obviously so that's why it's such an issue but if 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 you want to talk about why oh if we had a 10 minute train from gilroy to san francisco there'd be zero homelessness that's just wrong but no no say say your point yeah yeah 
So now that you've talked, I will actually say my point, right? So. <laughs> God damn it, Tristan. Okay. So Bony. my point. Uh, yeah, just, you just spill it onto my floor. Yeah. Just push it I off your chair and into my floor. It's our studio. <laughs> no, no, no. So what I said, I agree with that. I agree that a lot of the problems with homelessness are people that are mentally ill, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying another problem that contribute to that is that you have these locations like san francisco silicon valley right where you have tech companies that raise the value of the areas around it right so, which means that people in those areas can't afford that area anymore mm-hmm. so i'm saying gentrification Same. is what you're saying yeah, I, exactly I can't yeah, this yeah, yeah. Area. so all they have to do is just move out no 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 not that simple a reason why there is just gentrification is because how fast and convenient it is to live in one location and work at that location, right? So if you had a system, which is public transit, right? Where you can get from point A to point B within five minutes. You're talking about a Hyperloop? Hyperloop, super, yeah. Or okay. a, better, call it. Yeah. a better train system, right? Okay. It deals with that problem of economics where you have to live close to that location. What percentage of people do you think are homeless because of that issue? Okay, it's not homeless, but it's it's the amount of people that can afford to live in those areas, though. Right? Okay. So you have San Francisco, a huge tech city, right? Mm-hmm. Tech, tech place, right? You have these locations all around San Francisco that bring up that value, right? But let's say you live in Sacramento or San Jose or Morgan Hill, right? You can use public transit to get from point A to San Francisco within 10 minutes. Okay. Do you really think living in the city is going to be a huge issue or huge like component to living in the city when you can live somewhere else around no. in that state where you can still do the same activities as So you're talking about epic economic opportunity. Exactly. Based on no matter where you live. So how does this have to do with homelessness? Okay. So think about this. If you can live in Sacramento, or San Jose or any of these cities, right? And still work in San Francisco, that means you're able to bring the value down of a house in San Francisco with a house in San Jose or in Sacramento. If you're able to bring those values down, then it wouldn't really matter where you live. You can still have a livable have a livable wage and live in any city, though. Okay. Right? So if we're able to bring down the value of houses and the cost of living in some areas to other areas in the state, it deals with that like huge issue of cost of living in California. Okay. Which deals with a lot of problems that may arise in homelessness or in people not able to affording houses anymore in certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the whole thing. It's not about mental ill, which that is a problem because it's the main problem. It is if you it, look at the main population of homeless people in America, it's because they're mentally ill. Yeah. But but think about this. So I, we're gonna know. look at a slim majority and make the no, make no, no, it no, for no. them. No 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 no. Exactly. That, so that, we're gonna look at no, the no, no. minority on, of a hold group on, Mitch, and change on. our whole system hold because on. of them. No no no. Hold on, Mitch. Hold on, Mitch. Okay. Think Can about you? this. Think about this. So that is a problem, right? Mm-hmm. One of those problems is those people not able to having a place to live, a place to work, a place where they feel valued, right? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to find people with those skills and that education in a big city like San Francisco. Why? Because people in San Francisco look for high education, high high learning skills and things like that. Okay. Right? If we can integrate all those things into one area, yeah. then we're able to find these people with mental ill 
a place where they can work, a place where they can feel valued at. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing of why people, that's the whole, I feel like when you're mentally ill, the biggest problem is not having an idea of being able to contribute to the big society at all. Like as a whole, mm-hmm. as a whole, I mean. Yeah. Right. If we can find jobs where these people are able to. Work. Why don't we like, instead of finding jobs for them, because apparently in America you need to work to like have a wage. Mm-hmm. Why don't we find ways and support them and give them an opportunity to get healthier and get better so they can get an even better job? No, no, no. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. So no, like, why are we talking about hyperloops and shit when we could just re-put money into our mental health facilities to get more help for these people? I agree with that. I think a way, a way that we can incorporate hyperloops and new innovation is to include those people, though, because this 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 takes cumulative action, right? It's mm-hmm. not only one specific group of people that can do this, like yeah. the, the super rich in California. It takes all Californians to do this job, right? Mm-hmm. So to do this job properly, it's important that we do integrate those people with illness and people that can't understand certain things. As we rebuild California, we integrate them into areas of our economy where they can be efficient and the best at, right? So that, that's the whole thing. I And what else did you say, Mitch? Mental health and drugs. That's a main issue. That's like that, that at least 75% of the homeless people in America yeah. no, are I, mentally I ill. I agree. And, Those and, are just facts. And ways, ways, ways that, we, that we can help as a community is to integrate them into a way where they do feel useful and they contribute to society as a whole. That's Don't you I think mean. we should just start with re-putting money into our mentally... Yeah, of course. Yeah? So, yeah. Okay. A, a, a lot of reasons why we do have a high prison population is because of that reason. Because we don't put money into mental health and mental yeah mental like resources yeah we also privatize our prisons and they're for profit but that's that's another story (laughs) that's a whole yeah that's a whole different that's a whole different conversation although i think california did um ban private prisons yeah which is amazing i love that Uh, yeah it's great it's great but progressives it's not really progressive progressive (laughs) it's just common sense well that's progressive isn't it i guess i guess that being progressive means having common sense and yeah it's true but I think you guys are almost talking about two different things. That's what I'm saying. How does yours yeah. relate to homelessness at all? Okay. So when I say we build new systems of trans- transportation, okay, that is a huge thing about California, which means rebuild. How does this relate to homelessness? He's getting to it. I'm okay. getting into it. I'm getting into it, Mitch. Rebuilding California means rebuilding every system that works for everyone in the state. Right, which means we we have a system where, yes, we do have super rich people in our state, and they contribute to some way to to our society. It also means having people with very low skills contributing to the society and the economy, which could be. Let's see, I'm I, I'm not really sure about the specifics for right now. But I'm sure there's a way that we can incorporate people who do have mental health. So let me ask you this question. Okay. A person with severe schizophrenia. Yeah. How are you going to integrate them into any system? They're just honestly not going to be able to work. Okay. Like at the end of the day, their illness is so bad. They're like, they're just not able to work. Like maybe they'll be functioning. But if you put them 
into society, it's just not going to work. Okay, so... Because that's just the severity of their illness. Okay, so two things to that question, right? So one, we need to assume that there's no way to help in this person, right? That's the first thing that we... We, we need to, for that, for that hypothetical, we need to assume that there's no way that we find a way to that help. That hasn't happened in years and schizophrenia has been around for hundreds of years. Okay, sure. sure. But there's also technology advancing in medicine that is advancing, right? Okay. Okay. So assuming that there's no way right now or no way that we can incorporate that person into society, then the next thing that we need to do as like humans is acknowledge that there's current no way that we as a whole can help this person. So we should all collectively pitch in to help this person live right now. And that, and, and that would be the way to solve that problem right now. Assuming that there's no way right now in technology or medicine that we could help this person. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So the, those are the two things to that question. Okay. So how do, how does improving public transportation fit into this? Okay. So when I say improve public transportation in California, what I mean is to say that it's a step in rebuilding California as a whole. Sure. So rebuilding California as a whole, there's a lot of things that come into that. So public transportation, that means there's going to be a lot of construction, right? With construction, there's a lot of pollution that comes along with it, right? So what we need to do as well as rebuilding is, is with that when we rebuild, we're finding ways where we're giving companies subsidies to do research and to find the most efficient way to rebuild things with polluting less, right? So that, that involves giving more business to companies in the state to figure out ways that when, when they find those ways. So continue, sorry. Okay. Well, I was going to say that when, when companies find that way in California, they can re, re, rebuild the entire world like that. They're going to start pitching these ideas to places that need rebuilding with pollution, uh, with less pollution. So what you were going to say. So what's more pressing people or businesses? What would you say? People or businesses. For what? Improving California. It's Should we both. worry about it's, homelessness? No, no, no. It, so it, we can do all of these at the same time because we have so much extra money in California, apparently? Okay. So what's your question specifically? Businesses or people. For what? Do we want to worry about our mental ill, Ill people and the million people in California who are homeless? Or do we want to give money and subsidies Two companies to apparently do a bunch of construction so hypothetically in like 40 years we can get people off the streets let me see if i understand this correctly then so the question is yes. what's the best thing to cure homelessness in, in california no <laughs> so so then what is it then what's John, the best way to rebuild california what's the best way to investing rebuild california in investing or helping people yeah so that's that's the issue yes then. that's the question i don't think that's the issue but that is the question Okay, same thing then. The issue in question, the best way to rebuild California is to either help businesses or help people. Mm-hmm. But aren't people part of the businesses? Yeah, I don't think that's mutually exclusive. I think, you know, investing in one or the other helps one or the other. Yeah. So wait, what's another way to rephrase or to ask your question then? Because think about this. Businesses rely on people. Yeah, but they're going to take... my. I'm, I'm talking about homeless people in America, or in California specifically. Mm-hmm. There's a million of them. Mm-hmm. millions millions yeah yeah so if we just are giving money to businesses who are apparently going to give these people jobs no, no, no this is my question okay. why are you dismissing so, it 
I'm, I'm dismissing it. Because I'll, I'll it, stop it, my it, question then, and okay. you just keep talking. But I'm dismissing continue. it because it's not giving money to companies that can find better ways to construct. It's providing new ideas to the state in which we could bring down the cost of living in, in some areas because... So you just said construction in, a, in another way. Because how you get to that, providing people to live in new areas where they can make money, is through construction. You just said your answer in a different way than I, than I said it, John. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'll answer it in that way then. So think about this. We have areas in Modesto, areas in Fresno, areas in the Central Valley where you can buy a house for $100,000 or $200,000, whatever the price is, right? You can have basically the same house in San Jose cost a million dollars or in San, in San Francisco million dollars, right? Sure. There, that means that there's a huge inequality in prices and, and cost of living in some areas. If we can bring, if we can bring an area, not area, if we can build a system where the cost of living is the same throughout the entire state, that means people can have a, can, can work in one place and afford to live in another place, right? So that means someone who works in a fast food place in San Jose could essentially live in Fresno if they wanted to. That deals with the, with the issue of, of, of real estate. It really does deal with the real estate. And one of the problems in homelessness is real estate. It, it, is, it is mental health. I agree with that. But at the same time, what's the point of, of working in San Francisco and having a salary, let's say of $100,000, right? Where that is considered poverty in that city. It means you can't, you can't afford to live in that city. You have to go and work, or I mean, and live maybe Gilroy, Morgan Hill, Sacramento, Davis, and any of these areas around it, right? Because you can't afford that, that place in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So if we can build a system, again, this is going back. If we can build a system that deals with bringing the cost of living down in one place, it's able to help people work in that city and also live in a different place. Like, I don't, oh. I'm, I'm really like running back in circles, but... No, I, I get what you say. It's, it kind of evens out. It evens out, but evens it doesn't. It, the problem still exists because there's other factors to it, though. This is just one factor to the whole problem, though. But I don't think that factor, what you're talking about, is going to solve the issue as much as helping mental health or well, drug addiction or mental whatever. Mental health is a whole different thing. That's what I'm asking you, John. Okay, I don't, I don't so, think what you're explaining helps homelessness because I don't think the problem with homelessness is that they're not able to get a job or they're able to afford... You're talking about in- income inequality. I'm talking about income inequality, but the same Which time, has nothing to do with homelessness. At the same time, the way that we deal with drugs in this country and in this state currently is it's not trash. the best way. Yeah. yeah, it's trash. I agree. We, we send people to prison because they have an addiction. That's not the best way. The studies show... No one's not, disagreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, Typical yeah. Americans. But I'm saying, I'm saying the studies don't show that sending a person to prison is the best way to deal with their addiction. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it might cost more to send that person to rehab... And it's going to cost more upfront, but the long-term wise, our cost goes down 
extremely. It, it, it goes down so much. Sure. Because it, it really does help long term. But politicians don't get they don't care because their main goal is to get reelected. The way to get reelected is to get them off the streets. And the fastest way to do that is, is sending them to prison right off the bat. So is the main problem politicians trying to get reelected? The thing, the thing with, with homelessness is that it's really an issue that involves everyone in California as a whole. So there's different aspects of the problem. Yes, that's one problem. There's other problems about the cost of living in cities. There's also another problem about mental health. There's also there's, there's also, so many aspects. It's so many aspects that doing one part has like a trickling effect or like a butterfly effect on different aspects of it. Though. But let me ask you this, Travis Scott. So if, the ma- <laughs> if we know for a fact the yeah. majority of people mm-hmm. who are homeless have mental illness, mm-hmm. why not start there? Because that would take the majority of the issues away. And then we could focus on, oh, this population of people is homeless because they can't afford to live in the city that they work. So let's, let's, let's Im- improve our transportation. So you'd rather start with transportation than focus on the majority of the people? Is that my question, or okay, you just rather start with it all and increase taxes and all that? Is that is that the Such thing? Because no, at the right? end of the day, <laughs> we'd have Republican. to increase taxes. Because no, no, no. where's where's it going to come okay. from? We're already okay. in a five hundred billion dollar deficit in California. Okay, yes. So where's it going to so, come from? So yes, we do we do rebuild and add new things to mental health in hospitals and the way that we treat patients, right? Okay. But also, there was a study done where there's actually more vacant rooms in Los Angeles yeah. now than there are homelessness. Yeah. So that also means that there's a lot of landlords that rather charge those rooms a lot more than the amount of people that are asking for that room. If there's more vacant rooms in one city than there are homelessness, what, that, what does that mean about those landlords? What does it mean, Mitch? It means they don't want people with mental illness living in their place to fuck it up when we could as a state give these people help and like you said if we just pay for it now mm-hmm. it's going to pay off in the long run because maybe half of these people a are are mentally ill and addicted to drugs which just makes it like 10 times worse and if you would solve that then then these landlords would be like you know what i'll give this person an opportunity but why would a landlord give a person with like severe schizophrenia who's addicted to crack and like a place in their house. This is this is the reality of the situation, John. I mean, you can laugh, but it's no, like I'm it's not, true. I'm, I'm not laughing. Like I understand where you're coming from, but also understand that this landlord, at the end of the day, he's also human. Yeah. Like he should understand that these people do have problems. No. That, which means, which means, which means, you could have a facility where these people live outside the facility, right? They feel as part of a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to work. They go to they they go to these facilities to get help, right? I I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you that mental health is is an issue, which could be solved in many ways, which includes education in our young workforce in in, in, in young yeah workforce whatever. I think you want education to call. would solve mental health to some extent. It'll yeah. give people opportunity yeah. to get if better. If they're young, jobs. if they're young and they know that they're dealing with these problems and they can seek out to teachers or educators or whatever we provide in these schools, nurses, psychologists, if you can provide psychologists, they can know at a young age 
I don't know if I want to put this this way, but they can know that they have problems that may cause a barrier for them to imp- to, to, computer, to com- contribute to society as a whole. Mm. So that means they're not wondering why they're doing drugs on the street. They know that they have problems. It, it's it's again, it's a full circle. There's there's so many components yeah, to these things that it, it's just not addressing one thing will solve the entire thing. It's I agree. Of this. I, I, don't think I, you, I don't think you guys disagree at all. I think you guys are just talking about different things. Yeah, we are. I mean, it, it's great because at the end of the day, we both agree that homelessness is a huge problem. Yeah, 100%. I don't know who would disagree with that. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we're just we're just saying that there's many ways where this problem could be could be addressed. Could be solved. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to start somewhere. I but agree. I guess the question is, where do you start? Yeah. Okay, so if that's, that's question, where we, where that's where we disagree. And mental health, 100%. Okay. And you would start with helping because I, I get it. What you're saying is that if you allow people to live in a different city, like that's cheaper to live in, they're allowed to commute to a, a higher paying job yeah. in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, so you and so you, it would reduce the homelessness. Yeah. So your way would be of addressing mental health, right? I agree. I, I think that my biggest way would just be like a whole new system of budgeting. So what's your what's the where would you start? Where would you start? I mean, that, that kind of brings up the issue of the politicians wanting to get reelected because they're not going to want to redo the budget. Where would you start, I mean, John? I mean, elected, right? Yeah, but like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, you were put in that place to help the people, though. If you can't even do that, then like, what's your point? But the politicians lost sight of that along the way somehow. He, I'm not sure where. No, I'm I, not a politician, but like, no, I don't know what that process is. That was like. literally the first thing they said in PolySci 1 was like, the biggest motive for politicians to get reelected. Bro, like I that, don't remember like, what agree. I said. Like, like, I don't remember what like, I we said agree. in we fucking agree with business one on one. Like we agree, but so where would you start with the whole system? The whole no, system. where would you start? The whole system. Okay, so you can't just say the whole system. Where would you start? I'm not a part of your system. Stick to something. Say it and okay. stick to it. Say it with your chair. Say it. Say it with okay, chest. so if I was governor, right? If you were a politician, John, if you were a freaking politician in San Jose where there's homelessness is an issue in San Jose, well, well, where would you start? Well, there's different, there's different things because you have powers. All right, fuck it. You're, you're the fucking governor. Where would you start? <laughs> okay. So if I was governor, the first thing that I would do is put more money in our ed- education, right? And a, a society that's well educa- that is well-educated is able to thrive more than a society that's, that has least that is less educated right so let me ask let me just ask i disagree okay do you want to ask him a question no my question is how does that how does that solve the immediate issue when you're only going to see returns on that investment in 20 years when you're like dead and gone what do you mean dead and gone when you're not a politician anymore most likely. Yeah, you're not going to get reelected. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. John, so if you were, if your first step would be to invest in education. Invest more in education. Yeah, yeah. which would probably be younger education, so K through 6. K through 12, but yeah. K through K university. K through 12. K through 12, fuck it, that's fine. No. You no. wouldn't see, re- no, John, if okay, you're going to. No, 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 yes, I wouldn't see return, right? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. How would that solve the issue right now? If you were to get in the okay. office, you'd be like, oh, fuck it. Let's just solve homelessness by investing but in education. Any, any no. Okay, here's It's going to take a long you, time you, to solve. You did, exactly. You did say solve the problem now, right? My my thing is not solve the problem now, but solve the long-term problem. 
That's the whole. That's the whole problem. Goal. Period. Yeah, I could care less if I get reelected because I solve a long-term problem. I could care less, right? That's Obama right there. That's I, I I would rather solve a problem that's gonna benefit humanity and, and Californians itself long-term wise, and then like do do something that's gonna that's gonna like solve something for two years, but then cause more problems. Like who cares about that though? You know, if you're able to educate more people in some way that that just that transforms an entire generation yeah but what are you going to do about the generation of like millions of people who are on the street right now well that's the great thing about educating a a generation that they can find ways to incorporate that those older generations into current generations or current like problems i don't know the specifics again but there's ways that more studies of social science can find ways to incorporate them into society than, I, than we currently have right now. I don't see how a, a generation that's more educated would be able to incorporate a generation that is not educated. We're the most educated generation, yet what have we done? Created more homeless okay, people yes, on the streets? Yes, but, but we're also a more polarized society than, than, than we've ever That's been. because of social media, but, you know, social dilemma. I don't know if it's just social media, but it's definitely a lot more aspects into it, yeah. Like what? I mean, the media, yeah, the media is one of them. The media gets their information from social media. What do you mean? I guarantee you that like people on CNN, and MSNBC, and Fox get most of their news from Twitter, Facebook, and shit like that. I mean, to some degree, yeah. Yeah. So how does so so social media kind of plays into that polarization? Majority of it. Yeah, to some extent. But also, you you have you have. You have students in one part of the country where they're learning more things about social sciences and humanities than another area of the country where they're not learning anything about this and disregard some history that involves some like dehumanization of like a culture or something. So you're saying that based on the area that you're from, you learn dictates, things. You know, dictates yeah, what you learn. Exactly. Because teachers... Good teachers would rather work in areas where they're paid more than in areas where they're paid less. And I'm pretty sure a teacher in California probably gets paid more than a teacher in, like, Nebraska. I mean, not... They, al- they also pay more taxes and other yeah. forms of, like, higher cost of living and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, it kind of evens out, I think, overall. I don't know if it evens out, but... I mean, the cost of living in Nebraska is nothing compared to California. Yeah. And you do get paid more in California, but... Yeah, but it's also... The cost of living also incorporates, like, um, opportunity costs and things like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd rather work in California than Nebraska. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Somebody who's working in middle America wouldn't feel the same way. So, I guess it, it it really does depend on the area that you're from. All right. So, you think education is the way to solve homelessness. I think it's mental health. Okay, Tristan Mitch, is the first you, made, you didn't even let me finish. Okay, you didn't let me finish. finish. <laughs> well, you've said that I've asked you the first okay. way, and you said education. Okay. So how have you not finished? When I say education, I really think about a ripple effect. Every every action, and we everyone heard that. Okay, and and when I say education, we invest in that. People, when I say education, it doesn't just mean free college. It also means trade schools. It also means teaching these kids about taxes it also means teaching these kids about financial literacy it also, cool that. it also means teaching kids about the yeah, best way to invest money in how many best- of those people who get to trade school and who get to those opportunities 
don't have mental like have mental health issues. Like so you're a half what's of the one. What's the percentage, of your son? Tell I me. couldn't tell you. Probably half of one percent. Can you look it up right now and tell me why? Why would I do that, John? Well, because it's important to know. I, I would want to know the percentage of people that are mentally ill right now who are getting all the way up to trade schools. I guarantee no, you. No, 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 Mitch. Because that was my question. You, there's also thousands of of Californians right now that have PhDs, that have bachelors, that are homeless. You're also neglecting that part of the sector of homeless people. No. Exactly. You're neglecting that part. So my question is right now, I agree with the mental health, but I'm saying, can you can you right now tell me the exact numbers of percentages? I cannot, John. Okay. Well, I think I don't know the numbers right now either. So I'm saying, let me know the numbers, and then that will change my answers. My answer. To All right. Things. So, uh, Tristan, what do you think the first Well, I, I also have another question. Would you Let's like to finish, John? Let's, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to look up the numbers. You but can't like, find those numbers. No one's done studies on them. I guarantee yeah, you. There's studies. There's, there's, studies. Study on there's, there's studies. studies. There's a study on everything. What do you think? Tristan? But, like, my question is, you just mentioned how there's people with PhDs and masters who are homeless. And bachelors, yeah. Sure, bachelors. Mm -hmm. Who can't find jobs. Maybe not even during COVID, but even during a normal market. Yeah. I myself included. Everyone can find a job. I've had three since COVID started, but it's fine. You think everyone? I've had three. Okay. Was, if you I'm really want even, to okay, work, it depends. It depends. You can find a job. Okay. It depends on what you're looking to do. Yeah, it depends. I disagree with that because I'm able to you're... find a part-time job easy. Yeah. But being able to be accepted into big tech where there's people who have bachelor's and master's degrees in computer science and engineering, they're going to be picked over me. Who have yeah. a business degree okay so it depends on what you study so it's not as easy as like if you want to work then you're going to get work okay i mean so yes I you can find that. a work if you really want work but is it the work that you worked and studied for no there's a difference yeah, yeah no like i work part-time like but like that's not what i went to school for mm -hmm. but regardless you said that there's people phds and masters and bachelors who are not able to mm -hmm. afford work yeah and your i guess solution a solution, a solution, not the main solution, but a solution. A solution mm -hmm. is to educate more. Educate so, more, which also incorporates people knowing the best way to to tr to get from from place A to place from from place A to place B. Yeah, it, it it's a whole system. It's it's I can't the way that I explain this can't be said in one specific thing because so keep saying it. I get what he's saying though. Like it's, it's not as it's, it's not it's, as simple as getting a paper. Exactly. It's not as simple as getting a bachelor's. Yeah, it's absolutely. Much, it's, it's actually like having the knowledge to. It's, it's a absolutely. There's different ways to incorporate different people into society, and incorporating incorporating them into a functioning society. It's it's there's a lot of components to it. One might have a ripple effect on the second issue, on the third issue, on the fourth issue. It, it just it depends. It depends a lot. I think when we educate people. No, no, no. When we educate people, people are able to know college might not be the best thing for me. Why? So I might not spend thousands of dollars. I might not go into debt, but I might go into this trade school. Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> Gary V. They might they might know a way that they can work in, in, in something else that can bring an income. It also means educating again, going back going back to this on financial literacy. It means that they know the way that the tax system works and how they can benefit from the, from our tax system to be to be more wealthy and spend more money on what they want to do. It, it's it's a whole it's a whole different thing. It, it, I would need like two hours to talk about this or so, maybe even more. Very simply, if more and more people getting educated, 
but people who are educated are still homeless. How is educating more of the public helpful to the problem? Okay, good. Good question. So if we have more educated people, it, it also means that they understand the value that a certain location has over a different area. So that means smart people can, can figure out a way where we can build an efficient system where they can live in point A, but work in point B. <laughs> wait, 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 say that again? You lost me there. <laughs> you people from... can't even live, then... Yeah, okay. you lost me there. Wait, what? Which part? Oh, sorry, I got You just went from... I, I, like, if they're more educated, they'll know that they're able to commute to a place? Is that okay. what you said? So if we have... Basically... The premise is if we have more, if we have smarter people, if we have smarter people, then they're going to understand the value that an area has over another area, meaning real estate. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. understand more real sure. estate, right? So it also means that they're able to solve that issue with different components. Sure. It means that they can have San Francisco have a cost of living of X, but also have Fresno, Sacramento, or any of these other cities that have a lower cost of living have a cost of living of Y, and that X and Y are somewhat similar. And if they're somewhat similar, then there is no difference between living in X, living in X or Y, or living in any other cities. So you think you you're saying that a solution to that is educating more people so that they know that that's a, a possibility. <sighs> Again, I, I know I, no, no, I, get no, what I, I get your train of thought. I, I, I know, I know you do kind of, but it's it's a lot more than that. Basically, if we if we can educate more people, we can build more things. If we can build more things, we can incorporate more people. If we can incorporate more people, it means that they're but if, con- contributing more to society. If they yeah. can contribute more to society, that means that they don't feel like outsiders. If they don't feel like outsiders, then kind of improves their mental health. Improves yeah, improves mental health overall. If it improves mental health overall, then they understand that they, they don't have to do these drugs. They don't have to do these these things that cause them pain because they know that, that they're doing things in life already that meaningful. contribute, that are meaningful to society or human, humanity as, all, as, as a whole. It's it's a whole, it's a... But let me, let me ask you a question. Again, yeah. So sure. as we're educating more people and people like Tristan, for example, mm-hmm. with bachelor's degrees, sure. can't find jobs... Mm-hmm. Like, well, what, what do we do then? I mean, that that's a whole different problem. I wait, think wait, that's wait. based because America, the way that you get a job is based on who you know and who you have connection with. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, but but I'll I'll, I'll still answer your question. And also COVID, but yeah, I'll still whatever. answer your question. But keep saying more about your question. That was my question. I don't. So have what about it? It's just like how do we like so, solve so the problem? Tristan about... was asking you, like mm-hmm. since since you've brought up the point that there's people with bachelor's degrees and and PhDs and all of this stuff, and they're on the street. If they're on the street, mm-hmm. yet we educate more people, how does that change anything? Like, wouldn't more people just mean more people on the it's, street? But it's not as simple as getting a bachelor's <laughs> degree. It's not as simple as it, having that paper. No, no, it's good. It's good. Because you do realize that as we educate more people, we have more engineers. We have more people that might not want to go to college but are, are more interested in construction. So there's more people in construction in that workforce. Right. So when I say we educate more people, it also means we educate everyone in in our society as a whole. Right. So, yes, we have some people that might want to be engineers, 
But yeah, we also might have some people that are not fit to be engineers. So what, so what do they do? They go into construction or they might do something else. It doesn't matter, right? But they still do something that contributes as a whole. Okay, so, so the next point from there is that if, if we have, again, being smarter in some area involves a huge pool because you have people that need to know the laws for that, for that thing to work. You need people to design that. You need people to construct that. You need people to market that. You need people that live, I don't know. It's, it's a whole thing. So yeah, you're going to have people that are educated, have bachelors and be on the streets, right? Your question was again, how do we solve that issue then, right? No, his question was, how does educating the educating? younger generation help that? Yeah. How does educating the younger generation help our generation? Because if educated people are already on the streets, mm -hmm. I think your idea is improving education overall. It, 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 it is, but... Okay. I'll put... Okay, so you have areas where Stanford, Berkeley, and UCLA, UC Santa Barbara, Irvine, Davis, and all these areas, and all these, all these, all these schools, had, right? You had to throw Davis in there. Because Davis is in that conversation with Stanford, I mean, UCLA, Davis, Cal. Davis, you're right, you're right. Oh, for vets. <laughs> That's crazy. Davis is a top 20 school in this country. Yes, I will say that. In this country? Of course. Based on what? Whoa. The numbers, the numbers. Whoa. The numbers. Bro, I can for what, vets? Right huh? Guaranteed. I mean, vets, I mean that's for wrong. vets, we're number one. For vets, we're yeah. number one. So Davis is on, like barely even a top study. 10 school in California. I, it depends on the area um, of study. It depends on the area of study. I'm just going to pretend like you did not say that because that's a whole different thing. And I, I, it is, I think it's a lock top 10. It's a, it's a lot top 10. If we're talking about public schools, we're, we're, they're top 10 for sure. All right. But I digress. I digress. Okay, so you have you have these really smart areas or higher ranked areas, and that also means it brings the cost of living up for those areas, which also means those businesses around those areas cost a lot more than businesses in areas in B where they're not that expensive, right? If we as a whole state can bring the value up of lower areas. It means that that value goes up, but it also means that the value of a the original the original place goes down. It doesn't go. It might go it down. It yeah. It kind of goes down, but it, it doesn't go up for sure because you can live in point A and still do things in point A. Point B, live in point B, live in point B, and still go to point A. Yeah. So I like the Fresno SF. It, it's it's uh, it's thing. good because like sure you graduated from a school you have a bachelor's. You can't afford to live in San Francisco, but you can get a job there. But yeah, you can take a 10 minute plate, like a 10 minute ride, 20 minute ride, 30 minute, whatever it is to Fresno and live there. It also means that the cost of living in the state. Okay. I feel like I've been rambling on about this, but one of the biggest issues about California is the cost of living. That's one of the biggest issues in California. Is the co it's the cost of living. I agree with that. That's a, one of the biggest issues of why people are living in California. If we can bring that cost of living down by any means, it solves a lot of problems that the state faces right now. Sure. It, it, it's 
basically that's my premise then. Bringing the cost of living down in California is my biggest thing. So I, I know I've been talking in circles, which is my fault, but that is my my biggest thing okay. right now. It's all right, man. That that is You'll my out, that is my biggest okay. thing. Is bringing the cost of living down in California would be my biggest thing. That would be like the, the number one thing, thing. The number one thing I would focus on as a governor, basically. So I think, and you know, overall, I think we agree. But in the end, we're just talking about y'all. Just talking about two different things. It's it's different things, but like those two different things, kind of. They relate. do, they do relate, and they do tackle a problem that Californians face. So yeah. So what he's saying is improving education doesn't necessarily directly solve homelessness, but it does bring down. It may it it trickles down to solving the problem of like the cost of living in in in, in uh, California, which is an aspect of homelessness, but it is not the only aspect. It's not exactly exactly. So in the end. We, bringing the cost of living down would help a lot. No, I think that the bringing the cost of living down in California would solve a lot. That's why I just said. <laughs> oh, wait, you, just, you say a lot or a little? I said a lot. A lot. <laughs> my bad. I heard a little. I heard a little. My bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my I think bad. we just agree to disagree. My, no, I think we both disagree. I mean, we agree, but we disagree on where to start, which is fine. Sure. I mean, I, 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 I would say it doesn't matter where we start as long as it diminishes that problem. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. It doesn't matter where we start as long as we fucking start. Gavin. <laughs> the fuck? You don't know. We have to buy We have to buy Motherfuck. food first. You, you concerned about getting Dude. reelected. You can talk about Gavin. Anything else? Nah. No. We're talking about social media. He wants to go off Gavin. You no, no. Not at all. I don't care. Gavin like sits inside with Apparently, we're not allowed to sit with any other families, but he is indoors without masks. It's fine. Like, it's but, cool. Uh, it makes sense. Like <laughs> moving he, forward. Yeah, no. He, he allows his, uh, you know, he, he wants to lock down everything. He wants to lock down the state, but he allows his kid to go to school and get COVID and bring it back to his house. But that's, but that's, that's fine. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sense. Makes sense. All right. But here's, here's what I want to talk about. So, you know, what's crazy about social media is... Our little podcast, we what maybe have a hundred, hundred views on on hundred views on, on YouTube. Sure, a couple hundred. All right, so we're low level, you know, just starting out. Yeah, we're just starting. But if you go to our past couple podcasts, it already YouTube has put a thing on on literally our podcast that says if you want election results, yeah, I saw go. That. To, like go here. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's insane. Like it's amazing. No, I'm not. I, I'm just. I'm just it, making a statement. Bad, I'm just making yeah. a statement. Like I think that's. I think it's crazy how like social media. Like they they have amazing AI that has already dissected what we've said. Like YouTube, I guarantee you, no one at YouTube has heard our podcast yet. Their algorithm has listened to what we've said. We've talked about the election, and they've like flagged us. Like if you want elections, well, which is crazy. Great. I think that's it's, based yeah, on it, it's great but it's crazy what you say no i think that's based on how i upload the videos i put tags that say you know president president oh, like joe okay, biden okay. and i put also timestamps that say you know president like joe biden things about the election yeah i put tags and stuff like that so it probably goes off of that yeah this but it's one. also you know it's great that technology has allowed us to you know have an algorithm that you know based on what you put in tags or based on what you put in timestamps that you can you know, I think that's crazy. Things. That's just that's, I mean, that's, just, that's, that's crazy to me. That's good, but it also means that like people at those companies can type a word and block everything that comes up with that word. I don't that's think they will do that though. I mean, they oh. have the power to do it though. 
but will they? I don't think they would. I mean, I who knows? Maybe they have, but you just don't know. So are you saying that tech companies, social media companies have too much power? <laughs> Everyone knows that they have too much power. Nah, yeah. nah, they good. I nah. don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> As he looks at his phone. <laughs> you don't know that, Mitch? No. You Enlighten they have me. too much power? Help tell me why you are we, are we getting into the social dilemma? We can. <laughs> oh, are you are you do you have the mental the mental capacity to do this, John? I I guess I can go at it again with Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> why are we going at no, it? No, I, I feel like oh, no overall dude. I think we don't even have to go at it. We all this we all agree. Yeah. We just have different ways of saying it. You yeah. you good. You'll be alright. Let's talk about it. Get the get off me, dude. Can we all bro, calm down, gentlemen? Bro, you it's not that serious. Oh my god! All right, I have to take cool. another call. You know what I mean? Shut up. <sighs> but I mean, I think do social media companies have too much power? Yes, everyone agrees. Why? What do you like mean? In, why? Tell me why. I want to hear no, what like what, what you have to say about it. In what way? I mean, as a, as a business, point. as a business, they reach way more people than like the government may reach. Second, they, their product, their, their thing is free. There's no barriers to access social media, like Except they, getting internet. I mean, yeah, that's that's a good. Except point. being able to access internet, which is you know, a price, a, a, it's a cost. <laughs> sure, it's a price, but like, almost any, every place has. Free somewhat of a free no billions of people have access to the internet yeah so yeah so keep going and that's basically as long if you're able to have access to show or access billions of people on this planet that already gives you a huge advantage over any other person identity or organization basically but i think that it goes a little bit deeper than that because i mean it it, it definitely does Okay, never mind. I don't it, want to it, it does go deeper, but, but like, like, okay, the fact that you have social media doesn't mean you're able to reach billions of people. How not? How now? Because think of you it, can t- you take can... take our podcast for example. Sure. We have a YouTube and we have TikTok and we have YouTube and we have TikTok. And we got and we got Spotify app. We got Apple it. Pods. Spot, yeah, whatever you want to say. Twenty two thousand twenty twenty six for the World Cup. But <laughs> We have access to the social media. We post and we try to access people. But it's not like billions of people seeing what we have. Okay. So it's based on what these companies want us, like what they want to promote and what they want people to see. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. So yes, yes, no, yes and no. No, no, no. Shut, shut up. Shut up. So yes. Wait, what are you going to say? That is true. But at the same time, it doesn't prevent. There's just nothing to prevent one person from, from viewing that, sharing it to multiple people and like posting yeah. it in a page or a page itself posting that where that page has a lot of followers where they can follow where like they can share it though. So yes, this podcast in theory could have billions of views and yes, in, in theory, YouTube or whoever company wants to could make ways where this podcast is censorship in some ways where people don't view it though. So, so yes, to, to, to both things. Yeah, but I think my thing is that companies like Facebook, YouTube, other social media platforms promote things that are going to get people's attention. Yeah. So it's it's going to be not necessarily things that are true, things that are attractive to people's attention. Mm-hmm. So when I title 
our podcast, the Sandland Podcast Number Five with John Robles. That's not <laughs> okay. necessarily attractive to the millions and billions of people. I don't know. I think John Robles might be attracted to a lot of people. <laughs> the moon only likes John. Robles. <laughs> There's some people at UC Davis who would disagree. I feel like everyone. Nah, <laughs> but like, it's it's based on what's most attractive what gets the most attention so yeah i think we agree with that yeah yeah we 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 definitely do i just think that there's there's two things there's multiple things that people see on their page and maybe one of the first things that they see is a way to keep them more engaged with the website yes yeah, which is absolutely yeah and the things that are promoted like for youtube for example 70% of their watch time comes from recommended videos. Hmm. So it's based, so whatever your first click is, you know how you have, <laughs> whatever your what first you click is, you know how you open up YouTube, and, you know, you click on a video, whatever you want to watch. You know that sidebar where that has YouTube videos. 70% of that watch time comes from those videos on the side. But sometimes apparently my, my recommended videos suck, dude. I'm like, what? I, I want to, I just want to close this now. <laughs> like what? Like, what do you have? I just have some weird ass like soccer videos. I'm like, okay, that's not even true. Like, I don't want you. Cause opinion. you weird as fuck. That's all. <laughs> Cause you weird. Oh, More like please. he has a bunch of MLS videos. He just doesn't want to admit. I mean, but, I so, mean that that is part of it. That is part of it. So <laughs> do you MLS think is boring. What? Social media companies aren't that powerful. No, social media companies have way too much power. Everyone agrees. I mean, do they? <laughs> Shut up! Yes, you literally just made your point Wait, for a what's while. Your point? Like, what, what? Why do you think they have too much power? I think they have too much power because. Let me mix it up for you. And then I'm pretty much them. gonna re restate what they said in the social dilemma, but social media has too much power because people have never because. Let me solve that when you're done. <sighs> you know how they did all the little daisy at the bottom and the white one. What? You know how the, like the the first way you solve it is like the the daisy at the bottom of the white. Dude, that that's some beta shit. Nah, that's, <laughs> that's not all. beta shit, dude. Everyone knows that. Go okay. We we bought you some time. Go ahead. Yeah. To finish. <laughs> I think they have too much power because they've come up with ways to to literally like abuse the human psyche. Not abuse it. No, I, I, I agree with that vocabulary. Like, yeah, like abuse the human psyche to get us addicted to our phones. And they have the power to control what we think and when we think it. And what we see. And what we and see. thoughts and everything. Because what John looks up is definitely, like what John what John's Twitter looks like is way different from what my Twitter looks like. And it's probably different from what your Twitter looks like. So that power is insane to me. Like, like this, the fact that John and I could follow the same people, yet Twitter has found out what makes me mad, what makes him mad, are different. And, or happy. And, or happy. And we see different things based off of that. I think that gives them too much power. I think the power to control what we see, when we see, how we see it, is bad. Like, that, that, that power and that role that they have somehow taken upon themselves to do gives them too much power. So, let me ask you this. Okay. There, there are some people out there who say that social media 
has just exposed the world for what it is. Okay. And it's not that social media has made the world more divisive or more, you know, whatever you want to say, more addictive. Mm-hmm. It's just exposing our culture and our world for what it is. What What would you say to that? I would disagree to the fact that social media has social media has they haven't um like yes they have exposed us to our world and who's in it and what most of the people in our world believe but i think that social media has exposed what what they want us to see to keep them on their apps yeah in that fact i mean they even said in the documentary the biggest commodity is not data it's our attention exactly but I disagree with that. You just dis- <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, no, like yeah, you're doing the Daisy first. I I thought the most like like I thought I thought the most I thought the most I thought the most interesting thing about that whole or the, not the most interesting but the thing that kind of changed my perspective or made me think a little more was how social media like they've gone from selling their product to customers to selling the customers as the product as the product and i think i that that kind of blew my mind i mean you know what they said if you don't pay for the product you are the product exactly so social media is fucking free yeah that that was a very interesting thing to me wait say like keep going with that no that that, that was that was just that kind of a statement that was what kind of was the most interesting part of that whole documentary to me why did you find that interesting because I I'd never thought about social media like that. Like I knew social media was making ad revenue off of me, yet I didn't think that they thought of me as their product. If that makes sense. That doesn't uh, keep going. Like with that. so, social media. I mean, maybe you put that damn thing down and listen. It might make I'm sense. Listening. I'm listening. I think if so. Fuck. Where did I say? What did I say? So if social media, social media has gone from, like, I, fuck, I didn't think, are you guys listening? Yeah. You're on your phone. <laughs> freaking doing a thing. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, we're listening, we're listening. So social media has gone from, like, it changed my perspective on social media. Oh, wow, so we're going to listen now? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> to where social media went from selling a product to us being the product you guys you're surprised that that happened i i never like i'm not surprised that it happened i just never like like i realized they were making ad revenue off of me i didn't realize i mean that's the only way that they make money off of you yeah i i that yeah that's what i said <laughs> like i realized that <laughs> but like i i i didn't think about it from the perspective of Social media companies thought of me as a product that they could sell to a customer instead of me being the customer that they could sell a product to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I just feel like some people just knew that, though. (laughs) (laughs) I I bet people did, John. You You can't even look at the camera and say, you got to look at Tristan. Why you got to be that guy? No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, some people just fucking... Sorry, sorry, I thought that was interesting. I guess I'm fucking retarded. No, I find that really interesting. I mean, that was like, I I feel like that was the whole idea behind 
the social dilemma is that it was a documentary exposing the fact that people don't realize how locked in their attention is to these companies. Yeah. They don't realize that these companies are making money, not in a conventional way. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not a conventional business. No. How they're, how they're making money and how they're mm-hmm. getting eyes on their products. Yeah. Because it, it's weird. It's other people, not these, com- not from these companies mm-hmm. making the content that is making us more addicted to these companies mm-hmm. because they think of it, who, like, who do you watch mostly on like instagram or youtube ben shapiro <laughs> ben i don't even ben shapiro doesn't have a deal with youtube i mean no. he, ma- he makes money off of youtube but he doesn't have a deal with youtube he didn't talk to youtube yeah. or these social media absolutely companies. any youtuber really so is it these social media companies giving other people a platform that is too powerful or is it the people who use these platforms to promote their views to people who may want to listen to them i think i think that question like you're right that social media is a powerful platform that people use to get their idea out but i think the way social media has used their platform influence those people onto its non-creators if you will what do you mean not creators it, it, like us like, like like small smaller people who smaller people or people who, who 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 just sit in bed <laughs> okay, hold on. on tiktok you're on our fucking shit and you're calling us okay, john you're not even no, like I'm, not, I'm saying i'm just saying like, you're not even right, engaging right, at least just prank. sit there like shut up <laughs> but i think like someone's upset <laughs> so i think like the issue is not that people are abusing the power of social media i think social media is abusing the its own power and putting the people on the app in front of us that will keep us engaged in the app does that make sense no that makes that that makes perfect sense Mm mm-hmm so you, you think that so how how should social media companies promote? I don't think I don't think there should be algorithms that keep our attention on the app. I mean, I think like I get it like that's how they make money and like like at the end of the day we're all still going to like go on YouTube, we're still going to have our Instagram, Twitters, all that. But like I don't think there should be algorithms designed to keep people away from reality when that reality that they're locked into isn't a true reality like it might be the reality that twitter has or twitter as an example has wanted them to see but it's not the true reality of the world at the end of the day i think that plays into the divisiveness of like what we have in this country that and then it's hard because a company can always just say Oh no, our algorithm's not designed to keep more attention. It's yeah, because no designed... one understands the algorithm at this yeah, point. Yeah, they're just gonna say our our algorithm is designed in a way to to show our audience what they what they're more interested in, mm-hmm. basically. But yeah, it's interesting that these companies found a way where I want to say I don't want to say manipulate, but at the same time they can manipulate information in a way to keep humans like that species itself 
more engaged with it, which is honestly, at the end of the day, it's just crazy to think about that, though. Yeah. About what? That something has like found a way to keep human beings, like a species itself, more engaged in in a tool. Because at the end of the day, social media could be considered a tool on a tool than like what it's living around with. It's just, it's just crazy to think about, though. Social media has encouraged us to stay inside and not okay. talk to others. I, I, to I, stay I inside, to stay on our phone, or even degree, or yeah. even go out. Like literally, there's videos of people going on dates and just texting on their phone the whole time. I've been like seen that, that's how addicted people are to their phones. Either, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're in California. You can't. I no, but I'm saying like social media has. I don't think we've been on a date either. So. They've literally you got like on a date with Mitch though. <laughs> Dude, I wrote. Never mind. <laughs> Social media has encouraged, like, or taken advantage of people's, like, attention, and like to, to encourage some... them to stay inside, stay on the app, even if that means go outside. But it hasn't encouraged us to put down our phones. I mean, you've struggled with it tonight to what stay you... off your phone. Now nah, you were just boring. <laughs> that's I'm fine kidding, if that's I'm what you want to say Mitch, Mitch, i'm kidding no that's yeah. fine i get it but like it, like you apparently according to you social media has been more interesting than a real conversation and that's fine that's fine i get it but like that's what social media has created instead of I'm us having me. a genuine conversation looking at each other talking social media apparently has been more interesting to you that's fine i'm kidding no me. no it's fine that you're kidding, I'm kidding but like that's an issue for people so we can we can continue on. <laughs> We're kidding. Damn, I roasted John Wilde saying my point. That was that was crazy. No, that was crazy. That point, <laughs> not at all. I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, it's not just that. It's not that social media has encouraged us to stay inside. Stop. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's not me. You're playing footsies with me. But it's also social media encouraging us to stay in an echo chamber where we only oh, listen to the people who agree with us. Whereas that kind of plays into the divisiveness of this country where we only listen to the people who agree with us and the people who agree with us demonize those who disagree with us. And so I, th I feel like it kind of exaggerates what the divisiveness like how different views in this country are mm -hmm. like and, we but, have different views but like you said it exaggerates those views and makes but, us even more divided that's did interesting you, that you think did that, you hear that trump's trying to create like his own news yeah now? i'm down with that <laughs> but yeah. i think it's literally that's just it. one news america that's interesting that you think it encourages us to stay inside it doesn't. Uh, I mean, yeah. It does. I mean, I didn't mean stay inside. I meant more like stay on the app, like okay, sure. stay rather than doing other things. Rather than doing other things. Like rather having than a real conversation. Having a real conversation, <laughs> even if you think it's boring, because apparently social media is more interesting. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> but that's the that's the thing about social media is that yeah. the next thing that you see is based on an algorithm that will keep you engaged. Yep. Like you would think that social media would just put like who posted most recently where yeah. that, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. So what's based on what keeps you engaged and what keeps you on the app. You know, you know, what's interesting. 
I'm uh, just just thinking about brain blast, if you will. Sure. Okay, um, Jimmy. Like Jimmy. so so Instagram a few like I don't know how many years ago it might have been it was even pretty recently how they how they even told people they were changing their algorithm. Oh to, yeah. To they were changing their algorithm not from who posted most recently. Mm-hmm but to what they thought you would be most interested in. Mm-hmm. And people didn't think like, oh, that's going to be an issue. That because was so annoying, like, And, like and pe- people were like, oh, that's annoying. And then it just kind of became habit. And now all this stuff's coming out. Like, I think that's like, it's, they yeah. they told us they were doing it. That's funny. We just didn't even realize it. That's pretty it's, funny. It's so, yeah, I remember that. Did you yeah. like that originally or no? No, I hated it because I was like, oh, I want to see like if like this girl that I liked like posted <laughs> something, but like I couldn't find her. You're weird like that. <laughs> It is what it is. I mean, honestly, or like, oh, if my brother posted something or like one of my close friends posted something. I, I remember like, going on the app. But like, like maybe I would have missed it. Like, I remember no. going on the app and like liking a picture and then like realizing that picture was posted like three days ago or two days. I'm like, oh. Or even like or, or even like 12 hours ago mm-hmm. when you know like people have posted within the last hour. Like, yeah. You know, that's that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's weird, really weird. They even told us they were doing it and we were like, sure. We didn't like. Well, we didn't say sure. A lot of people said no, they were pissed, but, but like they were just like we're yeah. still gonna apply by like whatever. They, we're they we're said. still gonna stay on your app. They're gonna mm-hmm. just find ways to keep us more engaged. Which is why. You know what? I think that is kind of surprising that they didn't think would lead to that kind of addiction is like buttons, comments. You think they should get rid like of the that? like buttons? Basically, I don't think they should get rid of the like buttons. Like but like, <laughs> I think. Like they they mentioned this, the original purpose of the like button was to spread more positivity, yeah, into the world. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But it ended up being this kind of social acceptance meter, where the more likes you get, the more accepted I am in society. Therefore, I'm more worthy of. What's wrong with that? Something. <laughs> say that. Say that to the mic. Say what you're trying to say aloud. No, I'm I'm saying I'm saying like yeah. I feel like. When you implemented implemented that idea, you should understand that that's one of the outcomes, though. I don't think that that was not foreseeable, though. How I, how would you? Yeah, foresee I mean, that? I mean, think about it. If you're implementing an idea where like likes is a good thing, a, a, like something that might come up with that is like, oh, this one person might get a ton of likes, but this other person might not get a ton of likes, though. So how does that play into that, though? I mean, think about it. If, think I about mean, it. People, people should have known. People should have known that implementing a number, a number that represents something, will cause problems to a number to another number that represents a little bit of that number, though. But the the reason why they made it, I mean, I see that is though. because that. they wanted to spread. They were like, so like let's add a like button so that you can sh- represent things that you like or like 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 i could post a picture of like me on on like i could post a picture of me on my facebook (laughs) (laughs) and then my grandma could be like oh like i like that like (laughs) that's fine but but like yeah like i agree like the initial intent was so like you could post something and your mom could like be like oh wow honey i really like that and like yeah but then it has somehow turned into this status symbol i mean i i guess we shouldn't be surprised about that because like shouldn't be you shouldn't be humans as a species always seek acceptance not even that but like you're implementing a whole new tool or like not even tool but like an idea 
to this one species, the humans, what, what, what do you think will happen or be an outcome of that thing? Of course, some people are going to feel bad if they, if they only get a few likes and they see their, one of their friends or colleagues get a bunch of likes. It, it kind of depends, though. But, like, I do know that t Instagram was like, oh, we're just going to get rid of the whole liking feature feature. And then it's just going to cause people to post more. I'm like, I don't know if we want that, though. Did you <laughs> but, see how uh, Instagram updated to where there's a whole shop now in, on so Instagram? Oh, yeah. what? Like, like you, you can go to, like, on the on the bottom of Instagram, there's, like, a, there's like your feed, there's the For You page, and then there's Reels now. And then, and then and then there's another tab that's like shop, like where the people that you follow yeah. can like post their whatever sure. on it. So like Instagram has now just become like Amazon. I disagree with that to some degree. To some degree, I think it's just still a promotion platform for those brands. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it, it's because you can't buy something off of Instagram. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. It just when you click on Instagram, it just redirects you to something, doesn't it? Let's see. Like I, off your I, phone, Mitch. Can you like disconnect, <laughs> honestly, dude? Like I follow people, like you know, like no, uh, but look, like like I follow people. You can go like to that. the shop tab, and then oh, Barstool Sports, and then add to cart. Add to cart. Large. More like extra large, but you know. And then add to cart. <laughs> Why are you gotta be such a new cart? <laughs> and then I could literally buy this right off Instagram. It's not even taking me anywhere else. Wait. I can buy this sweatshirt right now. Wait, so it's not directing you it's anywhere else. It's not taking else. me. It's on the Instagram. So then who gets who gets money for that? Well, Barstool. But, but They're promoting Instagram. On. Barstool has probably paid Instagram to be the top. Let's see. Barstool, MLB. Like these companies, Barstool, they probably paid or they've used their algorithm. To get me to buy through this app, and then they're probably getting a kickback. Uh, it's not the same as Amazon, though. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Damn, you fucking smashed Elijah in fantasy mm -hmm. football. That sucks. You might make playoffs, dude. You might beat me. But I mean, I I, I get what you mean that it's becoming. I don't think that's anything wrong with that, though. Is there anything wrong with that? No, but it's just it's just another perspective, like how these companies are viewing its users. They're not viewing their. I don't they're not. They're not viewing their users as people. They're viewing their users as fucking people who are addicted to drugs. I mean, you know what we said last podcast. Yeah, I know. Do markets that refer to the. Marcus have referred to their uh, Are you on social media? Showing him on social no, media? not at all. He's texting Elijah not, that he beat him. I beat him, yeah. Wow, so you can't even... Disconnect. Can't disconnect? disconnect. I'm sorry, but disconnect. if I remember correctly, last in, a, in the last podcast, you were asking me questions about, about Cam Newton and like his stats, so come on. What? We're talking about social media. Yeah, yeah but this is fantasy football. This is saying... Anyways. All right. You know what's, what, what's uh, your favorite memory with Tristan now? What kind of segue is that? We're in the middle oh, of talking about social media. Yes, John. My bad. I was I was not listening. We can talk about it after that. No, no, after no, no, no. My bad. I wasn't I wasn't listening. I thought you guys were done. This is why this is your last episode. <laughs> not my last. <laughs> At least for a couple of weeks. But like, I, I I think that's just those companies innovating. 
and trying to get like the the business model is getting more attention on those yeah. apps more market share more attention do you know i uh i actually deleted my facebook yeah. you fucking boomer i'm totally fine with that not at all boomers you boomers are probably the only yeah. one that use facebook yeah. but boomers are but honestly the people who delete it the most i think my biggest addiction to my phone was was facebook videos and 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 how what? you 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 could watch a facebook video and then like another one would just pop up so it'd be like it'd be like, like YouTube, but like it'd be like YouTube, but like quicker. Like nah, I, for me, I you, I don't know, but like for me, Facebook was just like my thing. Boom. Like I, I would watch. That's fine. Like that is so weird. That's dude. totally fine, John. But like <laughs> for me, so that's, weird. that's that my is thing. so weird. You use Facebook still? Aren't you like twenty? That's crazy. If you listen to the conversation, I deleted my Facebook. <laughs> but like that's crazy. Okay. So like so he, so you know how I went MIA for like a week, right? Yeah. Good for like, you. <laughs> my biggest thing was clicking on tiktok okay because tiktok was just so addictive yeah no, so you're facebook... oh that's so weird dude oh my god that's so weird Wait, do that fucking, once again do that just... once again yeah i sound like a fucking boomer but i'm just saying that like I, i'm sorry i brought up an example from my you're life gen- John, my john's okay I'm, john's I'm a gen saying, z i'm saying john's most... a gen z and you're a, a boomer yeah because boomers use facebook i guess <laughs> exactly and totally fine gen z's use tiktok <laughs> I don't, I don't go that far. But like, anyway. no, that, that was my biggest addiction. But your, yours is TikTok, so what were you saying? I probably, the only reason that I ever go on Facebook is if I accidentally click on it, probably. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I try to be off my So phone. are you going to talk about other people or yourself? What do you mean other like, people? Like, you, you're starting with your conversation about TikTok and how last week you were wow. off it, but it was your biggest issue, but now you've gone wow. back to me. Would you like to talk about TikTok? Oh my god! I'm just saying that the way that you use Facebook is the same way that TikTok works. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying you your your biggest addiction was like videos, uh-huh. and that's TikTok's entire platform. Though. Okay. That's your entire platform. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like videos, going on the app and like just seeing video after video is extremely addictive, though for sure. Mm-hmm. But going off it, one of the hardest things to do, honestly. I almost had to de- delete the app though, but. Why didn't you? Huh? Why didn't you? Because, you know, I, I thought I deserved, like, a, a little 10-minute break. But what's like. the difference between, like, signing out and deleting the app? Like, why didn't you just why didn't you just delete the app? Well, as much as I dislike Facebook, Let me ask, I, let me I ask. do think that Facebook has, like, good reasons to communicate with others because a, a lot of people do use Facebook. So if you, don't someone, if you don't have someone's number, they can always just message you on that app even though you don't use it. Mm-hmm. But you can still see that notification. Can let me ask you another question. Mm-hmm. So, you said you needed like I'm not trying to diss you or anything. No, no, I'm, I'm asking this for, ahead, for conversation's sake. No, 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 diss like, me if you want. You said you needed a 10 minute break. Why instead of going on TikTok for 10 minutes, why don't you take a 10 minute walk around the block? Because vitamin D is way better for you than like staring at a screen. Because the 10 minute break would happen at the end of the day when I was in bed already, mm. <laughs> and I was not gonna read more cases at the end of the day. No, so. I feel that. Okay. Yeah. Just, just a question. I just wanted that's, to that's see. That's fine. I don't think overall a 10-minute break isn't going to help your addiction to the app, though. No, but I'm just saying, like, just, why not delete the app and then go outside? Go go for a walk. Go talk to your family. Go have a conversation with someone. Don't you think that's more healthy for you than sitting in, like, sitting in bed? It definitely is. Or sitting at a desk and watching TikTok? Sure. So, like, yeah. why not just delete the app when you know the alternative is healthier for you? Is it because we're addicted? 100%. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, 
Is it because we're addicted though? Yeah, I think it is. Is it because we're addicted or is it because that we're in a losing battle? It's because it's, think about it, it's an individual. We'll just think about like a, a, a young person who's like, you know, 14, 15, who's probably using these apps more than us against a billion dollar companies whose job it is to study the human psyche, study mm -hmm. things like, you know, the addictive personalities to get you to give you more attention. So is it really the individual's fault or is it the company's like deliberately making business models to get you more no, addictive? And I think to that point, they, they were talking about in the social dilemma how how these companies have developed tenfold while our brains take thousands of years to develop yeah. like an inch. Sure. So it's it's just like it, they're playing with something that takes thousands of years to change while they can change daily if they really wanted to and find ways to better infiltrate. So is it our responsibility to go out for 10, 30 minutes to an hour, disconnect from these phones? Should we be held more accountable or should yes. the companies be held more accountable? We should be held more accountable. So you think it's the individual rather than the company? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely so at, do. At the end of the day, the company is made up of people. Yeah. And those people are trying to make money off of other people. I think it's up to us as individuals to decide, like, hey, I've been on my phone for three hours today. I haven't gotten out of bed yet. I haven't, like, said hello to anyone today. Yet, apparently, okay, like... That might just be you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to banter so much? Yet, like... Big banter communications board. Yet, like... It's it's definitely us up to us because we we have the opportunity to just put it down, go for a walk, go like take a break, like talk to someone, have a conversation, call your mom, call your brother, call anyone. But call the kicker on a team. <laughs> how could you number 7? Okay, I agree there's an aspect that the individual has to take responsibility for their time. Mhm. Mm uh, what they do with their time yeah because there's a lot better things to do than scrolling social media but how could you put more responsibility on the individual when it's literally this individual versus million billion dollar companies like that's a, not a that's fair because at the end of the day that's not a fair fight that's where the government comes in Government ain't doing shit. No, no. The government. Government. Government ain't doing shit. I mean, they're not doing it, but they should, which is the difference. That's the difference. No. That's the difference. No. That's the, difference. the government, this is not a governmental issue. This is an you individual don't, you don't choice. Think the government should be involved. I do. To Tristan's question. I mean, this is a private thing. To Tristan's question. Private thing has, has way too much. To Tristan's question. I think it is on the individual because at the end of the day, this is an app. This is a phone. We don't need a phone. We don't need the app. It's an individual choice to be on social media. It's not the company's. The company has not done anything to force you to join these apps. So the company cannot force you to keep them in any way, shape, or form. So it is, at the end of the day, it's on the individual to make their own individual choices to say, hey, look, I've, I'm addicted to this. Like first half of addiction, saying you're addicted, but like, but like, 
at the end of the day, so at the at the end of the day, it's it's about admitting you're addicted. I should make a change. I have the individual freedom to delete the app. It's not on the company to delete the app for you when they know you're addicted. Okay, because the company wants you. No one's saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying to delete the app. Okay, I'm saying moderation is is sure. Moderation is a thing, but it's like. It's hard and because I'm putting myself in the shoes of somebody who's more addicted to the phone and these apps than I am. Well, let me, let me can I can I ask you to make your argument for the companies? What do you mean argument for the companies? Yeah, like Tristan you? asked me, should it be on the individual or the companies to It should be on the company. The company should not have to should not have a plan to keep an individual more engaged with this platform if it knows but that's that, that hold on hold on if it knows that that platform and that thing that it's showing the individual is wrong or it's not true because that person doesn't have the the knowledge to know that it's true though it's something so when facebook the way that facebook engages so many people currently right now is by telling them that, that this rona is fake and that Dr. Fauci. Is that what you see on your Facebook? That Rona's fake and Dr. Fauci's an idiot? Not that I see, but I know that a lot of people see this because a lot of people are saying this and they're saying this because of Facebook. Okay. Right? So they're only engaged because they see that these news are fake. It's one way. It's also like a whole different conversation. I mean, conspiracy theories are just more exciting than the truth. That's just one Mm -hmm. thing, though. But like companies should have an obligation, a duty not to engage people with things that they know is not true so let me ask you this point so companies in general sure like shouldn't have the feel the obligation to keep them to keep people interested in their company is that a correct statement is that incorrect it's incorrect because i said that companies should not find a way to engage more people in their company by false statements so yes, companies could sure they could find a way to engage more people with a company, with like showing them positive things or showing them educational things that makes the viewer it's more true. engaged in it, more educated, more educated. But let me sure. ask you this. Let me ask but, you this again. Okay. The company isn't producing any of this information. They're just promoting their users. What do you mean users? No, I, I yeah, I get. They're that. creators. The so company, like Instagram, isn't making these false statements it's someone on instagram making false statements yes but instagram's using those false statements to engage more of its users is the thing so i guess he's saying should you help hold the individual accountable more who posts that false thing or the company who promotes it well there's two things someone who's educated will know that that thing is false someone who is not educated for reasons, for personal reasons or governmental reasons, should not be held at fault because they they just don't know better. It's a whole different thing. Someone someone who knows, of course, they should know better and, and not fall fall into that. But someone who's not well educated in this area should not be held responsible. Why? Because they just don't know. They're just not educated. But the company that's showing them this is well educated and they know better. Is the difference. So sure, you can show me something that's false, and yeah, personally, I will know that's false, and, and I will know not not to listen to that. But show that to someone else, to some other American, they might just not know, 
and 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 at that point it's the company's fault because they know that that person is not capable of knowing the truth and they don't provide information to tell them that it's false so for the elections it's good that youtube puts an information button that that lets them know but if they don't then that's that's an issue that we can go into but it's a whole different whole different thing though all right so is there a scenario to rebuttal it's still the individual like yeah. i said it's i just so why i you're talking about like i just told the you. Con, no, the tristan the question tristan asked me was mm-hmm. is it on the individual to keep looking at the app when they know they're addicted to it or is it the company would, is it the company's responsibility to not make you addicted but at the end of the day it's the individual Okay. No, yes, but, but the there's is, like, there's a problem with that. You can't blame the addict. You can't. Blame yeah, the that's addict. what I'm saying. Like an addict doesn't know that they're addicted until yeah. it's too late. Okay. Yeah. You're just not getting that point, though. What do you mean? How am I not? Because we said you can't blame the individual. So we should blame the company for making their product so addicted that people love it. No, we're saying if you as a business know that you're creating addicts, and you know that addicts can't recognize their problem. Then you have a duty to educate. Not but only educate. What? That company's not forcing. No Instagram has never come to me and been like, "Put fucking Instagram on your phone. You have to. You have to have it on your okay, phone." You're Delete. also. You're also. You're also not one of those Americans that believes everything on what they see, though. You, yeah. You disregard. You just. You're. You're disregarding millions of other americans that don't have so mil- you're are you, are you to my point are you saying millions of americans believe that instagram has come to them and been like put fucking instagram on your phone i'm no. saying that millions of americans don't, don't know, better. know better exactly don't know better to know what is true and what is not true on the internet because like, they just don't have the education i still think it's the end what about what about somebody who's 11 or 12 who has a phone blame now the addict, who doesn't know better it's not even like people who are old who are addicted to you know so what should instagram drugs. do what should they do to mitigate this they change the algorithm change the algorithm to from engaging someone to be on the app better longer to engage, maybe engage or to show things that are more positive and makes the individual more happy but what is more because positive right now, hold on because right now the algorithm is not designed to keep the audience happier or more engaged it's just designed to fear monger and create more discussion and more attachment to that platform right now which is through fear and it's not through happiness no it's not through happiness so what makes you happy are you going to tell instagram oh i like i I like um it's it's, it's not just that though i like the earthquakes can you only show me earthquakes things that makes me happy no so how are you going to let the app decide what makes you happy or are you going to decide what makes you happy? Again, you, you're falling into into a different subject, though. Because how? How? Because, okay, I'm going to tell you why. Because, yes, if there's a soccer video and that I like it a lot, I'm going to share it. So how is that hold, different? Hold on. Hold on. If I see a soccer video and I like it, I'm going to share it. That's going to let the algorithm know that I'm more engaged with. So it's it's on, on the individual to hold like on, what they like and on, make that space happy for them. I'm telling you to hold on. I'm telling you to hold on. Okay. So yes, the soccer video gets more points on my algorithm, right? Now let's say I see a video saying how there's voter fraud, right? There should be an option under that video that says, currently there is no evidence to suggest 
that there's voter fraud. Because let's say that I don't know better and I see this video and I believe it and I share it. That is spreading misinformation. The soccer video is not spreading misinformation because it's just a soccer video. But if you have information like voter fraud where that is a huge issue right now and you provide, if the company provides information under that video saying, hey, we understand this is a video about voter fraud. However, these are the true facts about this. Then there's nothing wrong with that because the, the audience gets to know and understand the truth about it, though. But a lot of Americans just didn't don't they just don't know that, though, which is a huge issue. So, yes, it's not against the company because it's the person who's sharing that video. But the company should know that the video that they're sharing is false and it's not true. So should they comb through every single person's thing? Not every single thing. But when there's when there's a topic about some, some issue, they should add the facts, should add a link. So which would need every single thing. How like, every single thing. Like, okay, if, if so the election video, matters a lot, but what if what if they're talking about Hitler and how good he is? Should the, the company not also focus on that? Like, that's not going to affect as many people because obviously people know Hitler's a fucking awful person. Not anymore. Apparently not anymore, though. So, so why should they so, not so, be censoring so, so nowadays, They should censor everything. Wait, no, no, no. So nowadays, if they say anything about Hitler and, and those companies see that there's a, an increase of false statements, including Hitler, then yes, they should include it. So up till the company notices, then it's fine? Well, yeah. If, if a company understands that there's something that's being shared, let's say Hitler again, right? But they understand that things that are being shared are all the facts that he was a horrible person. And all the facts that he did and, and everything that he did, then sure, don't include anything. Then there's no wrong. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But if it's being shared that Hitler was like a great person, that the Holocaust, Holocaust was fake, then sure, you're seeing that there's an increase of that context. Let's add something to, to show the people that that's false. So it, it all depends on the data. You can't just say one thing overall. It all depends on the data. And it depends on what is being said and shared. Exactly. So it's it's not just on the individual. It's on both the individual and, and the company. The company. All right. That's fine. But you didn't say that was fine at the beginning. All right. Now I'm saying it's fine. Is that not okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I still think it's on the individual to realize. Yes, I agree. But you can't blame an individual who doesn't know better. Okay. Because well, you're you're talking from the perspective of somebody who's 23 years old and educated and has an actual Okay, job. well then then if you're we're talking about 11 and 12 year olds, then it's on their parents. Maybe not even 12 year olds. What about if it's just like another 22 year old like in middle America who just doesn't know better? Or somebody with a who's homeless. I mean, yeah. I mean, how they would could they have get, a phone, but who they does? They could have Never a mind, that's a bad example. They could have a phone and live next to like a Starbucks, I don't know. Okay, but it it you're putting too much, you're focusing too much on the individual. And I'm saying like, sure, let's do that. But like, if the individual does not know better, then you can't blame him. I'm not blaming the individual. I'm just saying at the end of the day, it's on the individual. What's the difference then? What do you mean? You you're just blame. holding their, they're accountable. They're accountable. Yeah. But you're saying that they're most accountable. Yes. And I'm saying it depends. Okay. Yeah. So what's your, okay. what's your, what are you trying to say about the individual? What do you mean? You're saying it's more on the individual. Why? Because the individual has the capability to delete the app. No one has told you you need Instagram. 
No one has told you you need Twitter. No one has told you. You don't know that, though. Why did you need it in the first place? No one. Because all your friends have been. Who else is not on social media? Well, then, like, that's a societal issue. Again, Mitch, you you focus on. That's fine. The you focus on the producer and not like the user. The problem is the user because the user doesn't know better. At the end of the day, okay, it's, it's just like an addict. An addict doesn't know he's addicted. That's fine. But an outsider does know he's addicted. That's fine. No, you say that's fine, but you don't say that's fine because you blame the individual more. Because at the end of the day, we all have free will. We all have a choice. Yes, we all free will. But some people just don't know that they have free will, and they don't know that this thing is wrong. Who is bad for that? Who though. believes that, John? What do you mean? Who people who are that? less educated than yes, you. Yes, exactly. You live in California. You're lucky you live in California. There's, people, you, there's so many people in, in America. I disagree that people are like, oh, I don't have free will. I just don't. I don't think that that's, that's not the. No, they don't no. explicitly say that, they're but not. they just don't realize that that they have the option. I mean, they do have that option, but like, Mitch, you're, they you're, either have a cho- a choice to download it or not download it. Mm-hmm. And if billions of people already have it, why would they not download it to be where billions of people are? You don't understand that you are part of the one percent of like all humanity though right now. Wait, what? No, no, no. Think about it. think about it. you live in the United States, that's already part of the ten percent. Yeah. And part of that ten percent is living in California. You're 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 neglecting the idea. Sure. Yeah, you're okay. neglecting the idea that there's millions of people out there just that just don't know better. You can't blame someone that doesn't know better. The, the same way that you can't blame a child for not knowing better to do, of doing something bad, you can't blame an adult for just not knowing better because they weren't educated at a young age to know what's true and what's, and what's not true. Like, yes, I agree at the end of the day, like, the person should know better, but let's think about why that person does not know better. And it's because of its upbringing and what So it's on through. the app to make it a happier place to be? Mitch, not it, necessarily. Mitch, you're making place. this way too binary. It's not. It's not binary at all. It, so then, who's this, it on? It's on the okay. company. I think it's on the company more it's, than the individual. It's both, but it's both. Mitch. It's both. It's, you're looking at this issue as if it's one or zero. It's not. It's not binary at all. It involves both parties. But I don't see how the company. The company's not doing anything wrong by keeping you on the app. Like, it is. It, it is. If I it's, think it is. If so. it's spreading misinformation. But like. Have you seen misinformation on any of your not apps? Not me, because I know not to share things and not to engage with things that are false. And also, he has an algorithm that shares that's what's true. But if you share information that is false, then the app is going to keep promoting things that are false because it keeps you engaged. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, if there's a person out there in middle America who promotes something that's anti-vax, what do you think there is going to be promoted next? Oh, yeah, I get it. It's going to be like flat more conspiracy, yeah. more conspiracy. So they're not going to know better because that's what most people get their information from. Yeah. They're going to assume it's true. Now, part of that is on the even individual to know it's not true, but there's just some people who don't know that. Yeah, who are you just say, less. Yeah, educated. but you just don't agree to it, though. That's okay. I'm sorry. Like, what <laughs> well, do you like, want me to do about it, John? Why don't you agree, though? So, so yeah, exactly. Why don't you agree with it? Like, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. You sure? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. What do you mean? I'm not convinced. All right. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I... So so hold on. Okay, we're going to say this. Your 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 conclusion is that 
people should be held more accountable than companies. Right? Sure. That's, that's your thing. We're saying that is true if the individual knows better than that, right? But there are situations and there's thousands of cases and maybe even millions where individuals don't know better. When that's the case, then the duty does not fall on the individual, but it falls on these companies because the companies know. So should the companies like, I just, I already told you this. The companies should, should provide information. That's yeah, true they should, they when, should. When things are false, but the company's also not providing any of the information that's on their app. They're just providing a platform for people to put information on their app. So then the companies have to do their thing and say, Oh, this is wrong because if that's what they want to do, but that's censorship. It's not censorship. not censorship if you provide information underneath that con that content that says this is wrong because so and so so and so so and so. It's like what we put on the YouTube videos. Like it says, this is about the U.S. elections. Look up more information. Imagine that video was about you know, how the Holocaust was fake. I think it's okay for YouTube to put under that the same way that they do U.S. elections. Say, hey, this is not true. The Holocaust was real. This is false. I think that's okay. That's not censorship at all. Yeah, and it's also it's not only the problem of the of the company, it's also if someone's posting things saying that the Holocaust was fake, that's not only the problem of the company, but it's also showing that the government, not not only the government, but like the individuals education system education system has failed on them though. It's it's multiple things. It's garbage. It's it's a lot it's a lot of things. It's not just one thing. <laughs> It's not binary at all. It's so many things that go into that, though. <laughs> so right. as much as much as I I love the Constitution and promote free like speech. free speech and everything, there are some limitations where if you post something, and it's if it's tr extremely false, then like the company that that you're using should have the right to say that you're wrong. Yeah, I don't disagree it. with that. I think it's also um, you, you just you don't disagree with that yet. That's what I'm advocating, and but you're saying that the whole problem falls on the individual. When when this case happens, it falls on the company, though. Okay, but I also think it's not realistic for the company to be able to know everything. Know everything, yeah. but I think they should also look at what's trending and what's exactly how many like you know what's getting mostly shared or mostly liked, and then put that information on there. Exactly. But it's not realistic for, you know, companies to put like what like for a video that's getting like one view, mm -hmm. to you know. No, I agree. I agree. Information on that, which is which is why I said we, we have to look at the data and see what is trending and yeah. what is being shared the most right now, because whatever is being shared the most, then the company should have an obligation to ensure that whatever is being shared the most is at least true and it's not false to the audience. To some degree, you know. But it's, like, I get what Mitch is saying. It's up to that individual to believe it or not. And he has, like, the individual has the choice to find other information outlets. But some people, it's, it it's, goes both ways. Like, some people just don't know that. Yeah, like, yeah. us, we're educated young people in California. And so we know that. But, like, somebody who's living in, I guess, Nebraska, who's uneducated, Oh, who could be 12 years old Nebraska I guess <laughs> sorry Nebraska middle America who's 12 years old who doesn't know that who has a phone and looking at these things they just don't know it's hard to know that like 
Like, I'm trying to think about when I was fucking 10, 12 years old. I didn't Damn, know you had shit. A phone? You had a phone? Damn, <laughs> must be nice, dude. Must be bro, nice. Bro. I had one of those uh, phones where you can, like, open up sideways uh, or, like, forward. I had the one where you can only call four people, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> the I had a Razor. Fucking Verizon wireless one. The razor, when the Razor was popular. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, it, the thing is, I, I, it's like, it goes both ways. Companies and individuals. Yeah, it, like I said from the beginning, it's it's not binary at all. It just depends on. You really like non-binary things. <laughs> Are you non-binary? You're good. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you, this world is not binary at the beginning. So why do our like the ways to solve these things are always binary, but they're not. You know, a lot of people look, a lot of politicians, especially, look at at issues. And look at them binary, but it, they're just not binary. The world is not binary yet to start with, so. You're binary. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's it's. At the end of the day, I think it's mostly on the companies. Because it, I think about it like this. It's billion, million, billion dollar companies who are investing millions of dollars into people whose job it is to get you more addicted to these apps. And that's just a losing battle for an individual who just doesn't know better. Like, how could you... It's basically an individual versus a billion-dollar company. How could you blame the individual in that battle? Yeah. Like, I get it that they can delete it, but it's tough. Like, like it is like, hard. I, like, it's, it's both people. I'll give you that. It is the company's responsibility to feed people with the correct information. But when it boils down to it, at the end of the day, we have all had the knowledge and the ability to say, no, I don't want this on my phone, or tell people, no, you shouldn't have that on your phone. That's, that's what it boils down to. The company has never forced you, and it just is what it is. Okay. But if, if you get it on your phone, yes, it's the company's responsibility to feed you correct information so you're a well-informed human being when otherwise you wouldn't be so i'm a huge capitalist as well so i agree that it's not the company's fault right but then i don't think the company could have foreseen this problem no they definitely did they, they definitely did you think so yeah dude you have you have one of the smartest engineers and some of the smartest marketers in the country and you're telling me Oh yeah, if we do this, it's gonna engage more people. But at the same time, if we can engage more people, it's gonna create these problems. Of course, they knew. They knew. They just. I guess it did. Yeah. They're just not gonna addiction. say this though. Engagement, more engagement. I guess is more addiction. Yeah, the more you do crack, the, the more you're gonna get addicted to it. But the, okay, Michi so that boy. that kind of relates to my point. You have the smartest people who are getting millions and millions of dollars to study you. Mm-hmm whose job it is to engage you more mm -hmm. and yet it's up to the individual who is less educated than that person who's not as smart as that person to have the i guess exactly it's not ability fair. to see it it's exactly not, it's, it's just not fair. not fair it's not fair but i'm a big capitalist as well <laughs> <laughs> of course it's not it, it's not fair are we all capitalists it's, it's not fair to put the blame on the individual they don't know better that's why if it's if we can't blame the individual because they don't know better 
then what's the next issue that causes that problem? And it's that company for showing and, and producing and producing that. Like they don't like people who have it don't know mm-hmm. that it's false. That's just, that. I guess that's what it boils down to. Like if you don't know it's false, why would you delete it? If it's your main source of information and main source of news and you don't know it's false, what's exactly. the point of deleting it? The same way that when you see something false, you either skip it or you laugh at it but if you're someone else who doesn't know better you look at it and you're like oh wow this is so true let me send it to my friend and tell him about this and it spreads that way it's a whole different you're looking at two different populations i think i'm over the fact that it's just the individual i've stated it so i don't know why no we're just talking about this okay (laughs) yeah so at the end of the day it, it really falls on both parties the individuals you know better but if we can't if the individual doesn't know better then let's put the blame and the duty especially the duty on the company then okay but do you think they're so out of the the billions of people on social media Mm -hmm. and you may not have an answer to this but do you think the majority know better or know less what do you think well considering that Living in America already puts you in the ten percent, ten percent of the world population. Yeah, that says a lot about you thinking bad about other Americans, though. Like us Californians, like yeah, we look at people in other states and you're like, oh, how could you be so stupid and vote for like Trump? How could you think of this, right? That just shows how much we. I don't want to say like advanced, but we just know better than some other people in the world. So I'm saying, do you think more people on social media know better or are as educated as us? I mean, we're not the most I mean, educated, it, but like... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're not the most educated, but like, we also know what's true and what's false. But then you also have really smart people where they know what's true and what's false, yet they decide to spread something because it gives them a personal advantage. And like I think that's 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 like the huge difference between someone who is generally smart and wants its species of humanity to be better, and someone who just knows a lot yet they do things to diminish like success for humanity itself. Benefit themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Benefit themselves. Um. No. At the end of the day, Mitch and I agree. So it's that's tough great. to say, man. It's tough, man. It do be tough. I listened to uh, Kyle Kalinske. He's an interesting guy, dude. He's fucking great. What he's an like interesting that. guy. He's, he's so great. He's very what interesting. I showed I showed John that's Kyle like that's not maybe true. like two years ago. That's not true. No, he's interesting. <laughs> that's not true. I, I fucking love. I, I also listened to the Bernie Joe Rogan podcast. That was interesting. You mean like the one from like three years ago? Yeah, sure. I listened to like half of it. Yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago. There was I one, still listen I think to it. Was, was that not good enough? Primaries. It was. That's the one. This is the most recent one. But Kyle Kalinske, great guy. Great guy. Yeah, it was an interesting podcast. He's a lot. brought up a lot of great points. Oh, wait. You're talking about the one that he did on Election Day then? No. With Joe? Yeah, with Joe. Not that recent. Oh. Then which one? You were just watching clips. No, like I listened to the podcast. Oh, the like pod- his own personal podcast? No, Joe's podcast. Oh. Uh, with Kyle on it. Kyle's See fucking great, dude. See dude, me and, me and him, we knew about the Red Mirage. We were talking about it. 
like John, for example. You were you were a big fan. Like you were like, a, like the a, exactly a year ago that podcast. I don't know. Uh, did he have a more yeah, recent yeah, one? Yeah. He had one where they were like live commentating on what's happening during the election. Uh, it was called like the end of the world or something like that. That's what Joe called it. Yeah, no, I didn't listen to that, but no, it was it was an interesting podcast. It brought up a lot of points, and it's funny, like a lot of the points they're bringing up. I I didn't look at the date before I listened to it. It it was like we were talking about some shit that was like still affecting us today. Who? Kyle Klinsky, Joe Rogan. Well, I mean, they both talk about issues that affect humanity overall, not just like specifically one thing. No, know. I yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Really? That's what I'm saying. Like really? they they. They focus on issues that affect us long term rather than like a politician problem which focuses short term, you know? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Honestly, I'm I'm kinda down for no limits as a president. But it, no term limits? No, Why? No term limits, huh? Why? Because think about this. If you have a president who focuses on solving issues at four to eight years. Yeah, at a time. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So we see how like a Mitch McConnell with zero term limits has impacted the Senate. Mm-hmm. And the Senate, you could say, is more impactful on this country than the president. Is that incorrect? Correct? What do you think about that? Yeah, but you're, you're, you're not looking at the problem of gerrymandering, though. Because gerrymandering is a huge problem, though. John, can I finish? Go for it. No, like, so... Like I'm just I'm just bringing up an example that how Mitch McConnell, like, him being a career politician, like isn't a good thing, because his I like what if what if Trump became president and just he did, but yeah what if what if there were no term limits and Trump just won for twenty years straight, like like would you, would you say no term limits still I don't okay I know what you mean so you know I I know what you mean too so. Multiple things to that. So first, the whole thing is gerrymandering, right? So if we can get rid of gerrymandering, then it solves a lot of state issues. Because I think, I forgot the numbers, but I, I believe there's more Democrats in North Carolina than there are Republicans. Yet most most state seats are Republican because of mm-hmm. gerrymandering. So yeah. what what is gerrymandering? So for those that don't know, gerrymandering is a way where you draw district lines within a state to increase either party's position. So you could have 10 Democrats in a state and only have like six Republicans. Yet you can draw a map within that state where it includes more Republicans and less Democrats to win that state. If that kind of makes it, it, it's a whole. It basically splits up states into districts, and if you do it right, you'll get a, a party. You'll higher. like basically split up parties mm-hmm. to where one party's higher than the other. Yeah, basically, okay. basically. So that's one way to solve the issue. But at the same time, if, if you look at FDR, FDR won so many elections because he was a progressive and because he added more money to the public, which is why they added those term limits, if you really think about it. So when you have a progressive and a liberal like FDR implementing these ideas into society, they added these term limits. Without those term limits, 
FDR could have been in office way longer if he really wanted to and add way more social programs and way more and add more money into the community in like the United States if he really wanted to, which is why people were voting for him in the first place. So, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of hard to know if Obama would have beaten Trump because Obama was solving issues. I don't want to say short term, but he was solving a lot of issues that face Americans currently and not long term wise. So when he ran in his first time, he he won by a landslide. But on his second term, when he ran, he did lose Ohio. I'm not sure if he lost another state, but he did lose a few states, I believe, which shows that he was diminishing his influence on Americans overall. Mm hmm. So, so how does that relate to having term limits? Because if you can't do some a job correctly for a while, for for a good time, then you're just gonna get voted out. So, what's your argument for having no term limits? Since you just made the argument for having term limits. Because in, if you have no term limits, then you're able to focus on a plan that ha- that's that's ten years long time. Then, like a four year plan yeah. for the country. I get that. It's better to have a long term plan for the country than have a four year plan. Yeah, like the thing, the way that I say this is like, I I love Bernie. So if Bernie could be president for ten years, fuck it, I, I love that shit. Because people yeah. would vote him in all the time. Yeah, but if, if Bernie's only in, if Bernie can only be president for like eight years, and like damn, like you have to think about the next person who can be implementing these ideas originally. Then, and then some of those ideas kind of get backtracked mm-hmm. especially when somebody of opposite views gets elected into office yeah, so we went from obama to trump which is extremely you know, polarizing yeah pretty different yeah definitely so it kind of it kind of plays into like how nothing really gets accomplished or kind of doesn't really progress forward like we're, we're still on the same issues that probably should have been solved a long time ago if we probably 10 had, years ago too yeah if we had a president or if what in the constitution there was never term limits mm-hmm. but what was the reason that term limits were put in is because so after no FDR. dictators can control right after FDR. essentially they were fdr was getting elected almost every year in the he's election. a third he had he's the last person with three terms because because i think before that it was like basically it was basically george washington who like set the president precedent yeah. where like four years like two terms then you're done but like fdr was so popular he won for a third time and then republicans were probably like oh fuck we can't like let this keep happening more let's... like republicans were like oh damn when you get more people more money to the people they like that let's not do that anymore so yeah yeah <laughs> but so it, it kind of ignores the other half of the country i guess like if you eliminate term limits then it wouldn't allow Republicans to be in office. Or Democrats. How Democrats? Somewhat, though. I mean, I f- the biggest thing would be reforming the Electoral College, for sure. Oh, that's a, that's also a thing. So why, like, the Electoral College is a big deal. But, yeah. like, why is the census not a big deal? Because that's how the Electoral College is made up. But, like, no one gives a fuck about the census, right? No, a lot of people care about the census. 
Only uh, when you're like into it, into into. Yeah. Kind of shit. Who 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 cares about the census, John? What do you mean? <laughs> what What do you mean? Who cares about? The oh, census? we care because we're educated people in California, so we're part of the top one percent. Yeah. What about the people in Middle America who don't give a fuck because their Republican senators, like Mitch McConnell, don't support the census, so it doesn't get fucking no, done in their not district. Not at all. Not at all. Mitch McConnell cares about the census. Yeah, he he wants to add questions to the census, which limits certain groups from being counted in the census, because those groups count for a high amount of population, count for a high amount in some states than other states. But you can't complain about something that you have the ability to fix. What are you talking about? You have the ability to fix the electoral college and make it more even to where there's more Democrats. You even said yourself. There's more Democrats in North Carolina than yeah. there are Republicans. So if yeah. every single Democrat... But they do vote. And they do vote. Okay. Well, then if they were to all do it, then if they were all to do the census, then they would probably get more electoral votes because they would, it would show more people in that district. Yes. But you're, you're, you're not looking that those people are being split up into different district votes, which is gerrymandering again. Okay, well, I, I agree gerrymandering's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, you, this, the Republicans run the Senate right now. Okay. And the Senate, being Republican, does not want to fix or address the Electoral College because they gain a lot. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I don't disagree. So yeah, why, why are you asking me why they don't fix it if, if you know that they can't fix it because of the Republicans in the Senate? It benefits them more. Exactly. I, I'm just saying. I mean, you're just saying, but like, you know why they can't do it. No, not that they can't do it; it's that they won't do it because it won't benefit them. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Republicans won't won't allow it to do it, though. Okay. Just saying, do everyone has the ability to do the census? Everyone, yes, Mitch, we we get it. Everyone has the ability to do it, but there's higher powers that prevent those that data from being like truly exposed which is why trump wanted to add that citizenship question on the census because it would so you should be allowed to answer the census if you're not a citizen what do you mean like what do you what do you, what do you mean by trump was trying to add a citizenship question should trump, you be trump able was to adding was trying to add a citizenship question on the census because it knew that that would mean that the population of california would go down it would mean that the population of Illinois would go down, it'd mean that some states' population would go down because those people would be discouraged from answering the census. So, like, isn't the census to count Americans? The the census is meant to count taxpayers. And immigrants, undocumented immigrants, also pay taxes. So, regardless if if you have documentation or not, you always pay taxes. And if you pay taxes, then yes, you you should be counted in our system. Okay. So what's your question then? I don't have one. Do you have one? No, you were asking me about this, so I just told you why. Okay, and you educated me, so I don't have a question. (laughs) Do you think that it should be a a simple majority? You think electoral college, you think simple majority. Yeah. Yeah? Me? Yeah. I mean, simple majority, but also re restructure the electoral college where one put one person's vote in California is the same counts the same for like the one vote in like Michigan or Florida or like something New like Hampshire, that. like a smaller state like New Hampshire yeah. or Delaware. 
Yeah. How would you do that though? Yeah. Well, currently it's shown that like, oh man, you don't want to quote me on this, but we can do it next podcast. I know that. I think it's for a hundred thousand Californians, you have X amount of electoral college votes, but then when you fifty three. 53 there's 55 yeah 55 overall but i'm not sure if it's 100,000 i think it's like 600,000 there's 40 million people in california it doesn't matter but like there, there's an x amount of californians that there's definitely more than 40 that no no it's 55 it's 55 for sure but an x amount of californians means it's x amount of votes but then when you calculate the same amount of population for some states it's double the electoral college votes of California. You're basically trying to say that the, uh, an individual's vote in California does not mean as much as somebody. So should the electoral college be expanded? Not not expanded, but restructured where like states get less than three electoral college votes. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know if I got that question, but like a hundred thousand votes in California should be the same amount as a hundred thousand votes in Nebraska or in South Dakota. Sure. Or in Missouri, regardless. So you'd have to change the numbers, give more people more, some people less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So some states should have more, less than three. So some some votes. states should have more electoral college votes, yes, and some states should have less because the the way that it's calculated. Right I mean, now, like, let's even. face it. So like, Wyoming would have one electoral college vote. They have less people than the size of San Jose. Sure, but then that also means that DC, that extreme liberal has one vote then yeah yeah so that that also means the same with like rhode island or massachusetts okay Mm -hmm. but isn't the amount of electoral votes each state has based on their representation in the house yes it is but some states because they're smaller are guaranteed three electoral college votes that's the minimum that's Mm -hmm. the minimum so so you're saying that a state like california should have more you i'm saying a state like california should have an individual in California should have the same as amount should have the same amount as influence yeah. as someone in Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska, or anywhere in Middle America, basically. So either Restruct- decrease Middle America or increase. Just California. just make it fair. Just make it fair. Just make it fair. Basically. Make it fair. Make it. Fair. Yeah, because right now, a <sighs> hundred thousand people in California is not worth the same as a hundred thousand people in middle america it's just not the same yeah so if we can even that out then then sure it's gonna take some serious restructuring yeah but it's possible though yeah it can be done some smart people out there now with the republican-led senate though mitch moscow mitch of course yeah Yeah, i thought uh the democrats had control of the senate they have control of the house 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 doesn't do as much as the senate though yeah, but the House really tells you about the, the country more yeah, than I the agree. Senate, for sure. Don't disagree there. Yeah. It, it would be. Do like it be. Mm-hmm. You good? Me? Yeah. Yeah. You're like me? falling asleep. I'm not falling asleep. Yeah, do you, you're like, you're, you have like those eyes like that, that you're like really tired. No, yeah. not at all. Like when you're talking, it look like this. So when you <laughs> mask out me, I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I'm that tired, though. Damn, you good? Yeah. Did you you didn't turn in your final, dog? I did turn in my final. Oh, nice, nice, I turned nice. in that one. Did you get help from anyone on it? Nope, because you're not allowed to. 
Makes sense. What an upstanding citizen, man. Or student, you know. You're also a citizen. But yeah. <laughs> citizen too, yeah. Uh, Are you not a citizen? Do you have something you're exposed to? I just us? said it in a citizen oh. too. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> the Sorry, apparently only one person's about to be allowed to banter on this mm-hmm. podcast. Some animosity, man. Some What's animosity. going on? What's going, What's going on? on? Say with your chest. I did. <laughs> we have a bench. We have a bench over there. Yeah, let's go see. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this to our <laughs> followers. Leave in the comments who you think can bench more. Well, simple I, as I that. Just, I just thought that we can be just a bit more di- diplomatic. But like, if you want to go into that, then sure. No, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember decide, who, what you were benching. When we worked out together. I was towards the end. I was benching a plate. He can, yeah, I, yeah. He was able to do a play, John. I when mean, was that? this UNR? was a while. this was like you know like when we were still in college. Well, wait, you're in college, 2019. So you're senior. Yeah, year. like our last year. Like we started going to the. How long was it? Long I, was that? I mean, we would go I to mean, the gym. We'd go pretty frequently, four or five days a week. I'd say. I mean, I would. <laughs> I would go with you. All right. <laughs> there was okay. To be honest, there was like you would go for like a, a stretch of like two months. Yeah. And then it would kind of like fall off from there. Yeah. If I'm being honest. No, you're not and the wrong. key the key to, you know, making gains is consistency. So, you know. Yeah. And like towards the end of that two months when I did that stretch, I was I was benching a plate. Yeah, he would. So you guys lived together for how long? Two years. Two years, yeah. That was the worst two years of my life. Junior. Why are you lying? Why are you <laughs> lying, fool? Junior and senior year? Yeah. Who'd you live with sophomore year? I lived with randoms. Sophomore? Yeah. Why? Because I was gonna live with Michael and Tim, but I just couldn't. Like, I would, like it just oh, didn't work out. They didn't invite out. you, huh? They didn't invite you. They didn't. I mean, I don't think that's like. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I had to get my own place, and I didn't want to pay like rent on my own, so I had to just get some random. But uh, when in the we, end, it worked and out. And I slid through. And then, oh, that sucks, then, huh? <laughs> so it was guys, fun. So you guys lived. It was fun. It was fucking lit. You guys lived together. Dude, we're junior year. We're three hours in. I don't think we should get into this now. All right, let's let's yeah, let's we can, end it. Mitch, tell them, tell them, to, tell them to share with their uncles, their cousins, and all that shit again. I think you did. <laughs> share, like, subscribe. We're on Spotify now. Search Sandland Podcast. It'll pop up. We should get on Google. We Hopefully, we won't have to scroll too. down. We're not on Apple. No, we're on Apple, but we should get on Google. Tristan, I just oh, okay. want to say thank you for letting us know what killed you this time with the with the Warriors. <laughs> Well, you gotta, yeah, nah, that, that was, that was tough, you. man. John, yeah. thank you for being on. If anyone else wants to be on, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I, I, I like John on the pod. I'm never coming on. But, uh, if, if, yeah, if anyone else wants to be on, definitely. Get another uh, mic then, dude. Hit us up. All right.